Welcome everyone to part two of our Comic-Con recap episode. I figure we just get right into it because we've got a lot of ground to cover right away. So Sparks, take it away. All right, so we got some Marvel news. God, I, I so like, much. I can't I, believe we're still doing this episode. I love Marvel. Mm-hmm. So Comic-Con brought a new trailer for the Spider-Man. I have work tomorrow. So do I. I have to sleep. Okay, Comic-Con <laughs> yeah, let's continue the podcast. brought a new trailer for the Spider-Man video game. The yeah. new story trailer features Mercenary Silver Sable and Norman Osborn as mayor. Yep. And had the debut of Spider-Man's Velocity Suit. Was yep. this released to yes. the public? Yes. yes. I did not see it. I watched so much Spider-Man footage because they wouldn't let me play it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you can watch people play I watch it. The, I watch people play it. It looks, yeah. looks awesome. Looks great. Uh, it, is, it is interesting to see uh, the setup with Norman Osborn as mayor. Yes. I'm, I'm pretty into that. Yeah, and they were. It, does this remind you of Charles Soule's Mayor Fisk story arc? Mm, I think it's just coincidental. Bit. No. Yeah, I think I think it's more coincidental. No, I'm not, say, I'm not saying it's it's taking it, but like, does it remind you? Of it? Because I'm kind of a, just I'm kind of a bad guy's a mayor. I mean, I'm kind of I'm excited for it. Because no, I'm of that, excited though. for it, but it doesn't remind me of it. Y- yeah, I I think that the connection is purely is this, just that. Do we know if this is post him being Green Goblin? No, it, we don't. And okay. uh, and also they were quick to say like, don't think that just because we showed you Norman Osborn is in this and is the mayor. That doesn't mean he's the me- other member of the Sinister Six. Mm-hmm. Don't I think, think that that's the case. I think. I think it's supposed to be Doctor Octopus. Yeah. Well, we're gonna find out. There was like a weird hint of some of what looked like Doc Ock's technology in that trailer. Yeah, dude. Um, what, what I was what I was getting at with the Mare Fisk thing. Um, I really like that story arc. I really like the idea of making a villain the mayor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the as you guys say, coincidental. Uh, Video games take years and years and years to get made. I'm not saying they're copying. No, no, I know. Yeah. Um, the coincidentalness of 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 it, as you guys said, um, makes me even more excited. Because of how much I like that story trope, yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. that's the only thing that that's why that's why I said I like that it reminds me of Marifisk. I like that, and I'm I'm really excited for for that story element. It's gonna yeah. be a slam dunk game, I hope. Oh yeah, it's my turn. <laughs> Sony uh, also showed us uh, some more footage from uh, Spider-Man into the, into the Spider Verse, um, which will introduce three more Spider people. That's so exciting. Yeah, um, we already knew about a Spider-Man Noir, mm-hmm. uh, which was voiced by Nicolas Cage. Uh, the anime inspired inspired. Penny Parker uh, and her robot. Um, what's interesting is, I guess her animation style will be different uh, in her world yeah. or something like that. I heard that. Don't don't uh, quote me Cannot on that confirm, one. Not confirmed. No, did that. Uh, vo- will be voiced by Kimiko Glenn. Yeah, an easy name for me. <laughs> and uh, Spider Ham is going to be in this movie. No way. More importantly, voiced by John Mulaney. John one of the Mulaney. Funniest people alive. Yeah, man, that's great. Um, uh, Miller and Lord, uh, Lord Miller, Miller agreed that the reason they wanted to make this movie was because they wanted to tell Miles a story, and they also saw doing an animated Sp- a Spidey film as a great way to make a comic book come to life. Uh, quote: This is the best opportunity ever to tell a story that actually looked like a comic book, like you were walking into a comic book. Said Miller, something that feels like you're walking into the pages of a 3D comic book. I'm really excited for Had this. Have they released it as public? No, not this footage. Okay. No, so there is a there is a, a picture though seeing uh, Gwen with Miles and Peter. Gwen's hair, you uh, know, full face. Yeah. I heard a description of the footage, and they're saying like it is truly a live action comic book. We uh, uh we also got um, we also got a little bit of how this new Peter Parker shows up. Um, apparently Miles visits his Peter's grave. Yep. And then Jake Johnson's Peter shows up and like it scares him and like, they do a whole thing. Yeah, we we heard a bit about that, which is pretty much what I anticipated. Yeah. Jake Johnson's Peter Parker is 40 years old. That's we great. That, so. I love that. Um, uh, yeah, the stuff, there's a lot of word balloon stuff that's happening. <clears throat> so like he, when he's having an inner monologue, you see it above his head like a comic book. And that's, that's cool. That's, that's, I don't think that's ever been done in a comic book movie. I don't think so either. 
I'm really excited. Really this. Cool. this looks this looks really cool. Yeah, I I've been excited about Spider Verse. December, for a while. right? December, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, Venom had a big showing at Comic Con. I've heard positive the things. The Venom man. director, Ruben Fleischer, explained that the film's exploration of Eddie Brock's relationship with the symbiote is what makes it unique. "Quote: It's a really unique movie because it's about a relationship. The Eddie Brock and symbiote relationship is unlike any other superhero or comic book hero. It's about that duality. It's about two people coming together and forming a new identity. I think that's plenty to explore in one film." And that isn't to say that he held back from teasing the chance that everyone's favorite wall crawler would be in the film. Who's to say whether it's with or without Spider-Man? That's what he said. Cameo. Uh, the film's Hall <laughs> H panel earlier in the day baiting. revealed... Yes. The film's Hall H panel earlier in the day revealed even more about the film. Footage confirmed there would be multiple symbiotes appearing, including Riot, played by Riz Ahmed, one of the five symbiotes. The oh. panel also confirmed that Michelle Williams character uh as is eddie brock's ex-girlfriend and wayne the scariest most darkly funny venom footage shown uh showed venom confronting a bad guy in a convenience store venom tells the thief he's going to rip his limbs off and let what's left of him blow down the street like a turd in the wind <laughs> the scared thief asks what are you to which the symbiote peels away enough to reveal half of eddie's face eddie and the symbiote having now apparently come to terms with living with each other tells the doom thief we are venom the symbiote's jaws then expand as Venom lunges into the camera to bite into the thief. The footage also possibly teased the symbiote's scream as a yellow symbiote was also seen. The identity was not confirmed. So uh, we didn't know that Riz Ahmed was going to be a symbiote, so that kind of spoils that character for us. Mm-hmm. That kind of bums me out. Yeah. It's cool that there's much more symbiotes, but like, uh, you just spoiled like, one of the things in the movie. Cool. <laughs> yeah, and uh, there may or may not be other villains in the movie. Um, just a bunch of symbiotes. And it's unclear if he was implying Carnage or other symbiote villains. Or uh, He did say that the creative team is definitely planning a huge world with this Venom story. Um, so even if Carnage does not appear in this movie, the intention seems clear to leave open the door for more Venom and symbiote stories. I had never heard of these other symbiotes. I didn't realize there were so many symbiote characters. Very 90s. Yeah, 90s. He's very popular in the 90s. Uh, yeah, I heard a lot of uh, people really liking like Venom's violent streak and everything that's going on. But I don't know. I I, I don't want this. I'm not. Con- we've we've talked to the, we've talked our pro- our problems with this movie to death. I think. Yeah, I'm not. I'm still not one over. But I didn't. See if the that footage. second trailer shows more of like like the stuff like the Donny Cates does, where it's like a really in- it's like an internal battle and stuff like. That'd be cool, but like it kind of doesn't. It's gonna be oh, it's a big symbiote fighting movie. Okay, cool, bye. Yeah, I bet that looks like, you know, what would be the equi- the symbiote equivalent to Michael Bay's Transformers of junkyards fighting? Oh, I don't want to. I don't even want to think about what you just said. Just liquid fighting. Yeah, yeah. It's like 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 yogurt. Just <laughs> just a bunch of yogurt falling. <laughs> They're just gonna look like that thing from Fantastic Beasts. Oh yeah, that. Which one? The, oh yeah, the one that we found. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's gross. Anyway. Ben, how do you feel about Venom? Yeah, cool. All right, Good cool. Answer. Moving on. Foxes the Gifted released the trailer season two. Ben, how do you feel about the Gifted? Oh, 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 oh my God! So, have you seen the Gifted? I saw the whole thing. Yeah, we, we all we all watched it in the review. That and Runaways. We reviewed it. Yeah, yeah. We Dude, reviewed the I, that whole was season. One of the sh- that and Runaways was one of the shows I actually freaking finished. We did a double feature on both those shows. You're right. We do a lot in the show, dude. Yeah, right. Yeah, because we, we all for you. we all agreed that Polaris was going to be the new head of the Brotherhood since you know she's the Magneto's daughter. Spoilers and her. <laughs> ex-boyfriend slash baby daddy is going to be like... Not the, Oscar Isaac. Not uh, B-plus Oscar Isaac, <laughs> yeah. as we call him. He's going to be like the head of the new X-Men. And we and of course, there's that family dynamic where the kid goes with Polaris and the daughter stays with the family. And Yeah, I, I got more to say. 
Okay. Fine. <laughs> um, the actress uh, said that the season will open with her character nine months pregnant and mm-hmm. beginning to empathize with her father Magneto, as Ben was saying. Um, she understands you have quote. She understands you have to make sacrifices uh, when you've been given this gift, and maybe her father isn't such a bad guy. Eh, probably not. <laughs> there will be more exploration into the Hellfire Club, and tensions between the Cuckoos are going Woo! to be strained. We're going to see the Morlocks, yeah, a group of outcast mutants living in tunnels under the New York City showrunner Mac Nix, uh, had this to say, quote, We've got some really exciting characters who are straight out of the comics. The deeper you read the comics, the more you'll enjoy th- uh, who we're bringing in. I think Bishop. I think that looks a little bit like Bishop, yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I, I, the gifted continues to look like the kind of X-Men things I want to be watching yeah. that the movies just aren't. Especially, also, by the way, a little weird that there was nothing about X-Men Dark Phoenix. Oh, you, I didn't even think about that. You're right. They, oh, because I haven't even done the reshoots yet. They got away for Game of Thrones. Yeah, but still, a little weird. Maybe they don't. Yeah, It's because uh, they don't know what the movie's going to be anymore. I, I, I mean, I, I guess, but I mean, like, it just that I didn't want to create a whole discussion. I was no, just saying no, it's yeah, a little yeah. weird. It is weird, you're right? Anyway, Gifted is great. Oh, but also Fox doesn't go to... Fox was there. Fox, Fox was there, or FX was there? No, Fox, Fox was there. Was the they booth. were there with the Predator. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I know. Just not, just not the big. <laughs> I yeah. thought about it. <laughs> yeah, X Men's weird. Anyway, Gifted looks great. <laughs> yeah, Gifted does look great. Oh man, I want more Stepford. Yeah. Okay. So that trailer is awesome. Everybody should go watch that trailer. Yeah. I, I yeah. we all are excited for that season. So. Nice. You know what I really loved at Comic Con? What? Mm. So, um, uh, Ryan, Brandon got Ryan these glasses, but they had a uh, gifted 3D. posters, like one of the gifted, oh, yeah, yeah. like the big um, on the they plastic on Petco Park and everything. But it was, but it, um, it had two different characters melted in, so you had to like look through certain glasses to see them. That's right. And cool. all the char- like you had to go with the red one to see um Polaris and the blue one to see um what was the boyfriend's was it name? Eclipse was it there? Eclipse. Eclipse? Yeah, and see his. So that was a really cool. Mo- it was like you got to see both sides of the story. And that was I thought that was really cool. That's awesome. Uh, Marvel's Cloak and Dagger has been renewed for a second season on Freeform. They Ooh. also revealed that the character of Detective Bridget O'Reilly will take on her alter ego mayhem in the next season. That show is dope, and I'm excited that it got renewed. Cool. I guess Marvel premiered their new logo for the 80th anniversary next year. I forgot to look at it, but yeah, it looks it's, cool, though. It's the Marvel 80 years. It's It just says Marvel 80 years, and then it's got like characters inside of the 80 and the years. Very nice. Um, they're going to oh, be showing cool. that next year. Um, the, yeah, there's a lot of spider comic news. Spider versus. Well, you know, Spider Gwen, uh, which is a series that uh, is ending with thirty four, uh, is coming back with a new title called Ghost Spider. Uh, it creates some synergy between Marvel Rising and this se- and the series and mm-hmm. the comics. Um, it was going to be released in October, so that's not too long since the series was ended. Yeah. Um, written by Shannon, Sheenan, Seenan, Shannon. Just going to throw out. it all out there, <laughs> McGuire. A uh, few story details were released other than uh, Gwen playing a big part in the Spider-Geddon crossover. It's unclear if Gwen will remain in... This is the thing that scares me. It's unclear if Gwen will remain in her own universe, which is the 65, or migrate to the Prime universe, like Miles. It's going to pull a Miles, probably? Yeah. She's been interacting a lot with the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Um, I would really like her to stay in her own universe because I really like that world. I think there's a lot to explore in it. Um, it's gotten a little insane, lately but i think there's there could be some fun like 
different like shadow cat is is x23 in that universe oh that's pretty dope um and she's all she's got the shadow phasing powers um uh frank castle was a detective mm, I, I remember him um vulture is the same person yeah. but yeah it i i mean i'm excited for this I, I don't know this uh this creative team but i like this character so hopefully it's good yeah yeah um speaking of spiregan we learned about many tie-ins for it on october 31st um, some of these look great spire force number one begins a three-part story that sees kane step forward for what he's certain will be a suicide mission joined by jessica drew aka spire woman ashley barton from the old man logan universe oh as well as two new characters astro spider and spider kid oh. um kane's oh, newly looks awesome kane's newly minted spider force starts a dangerous journey uh he's and then the spider force that's great and then vault of spiders will Introduce a litany of new spider heroes to join the fight. Uh, Web Slinger, the Spider-Man from the Wild West. Heck yeah. <laughs> and Supida Man, the emissary from Hell, a character inspired by the live-action Spider-Man TV show that aired in Japan in the oh, 1970s. That's incredible. That's awesome. Um, Japanese Spider-Man. Uh, you guys, you want a random little tidbit? The Supida Man, that was the robot that uh, Parzival drove into the book. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Ready Player One. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Not in the movie. Then, uh, Not in the movie. Then Spider Girls, uh, which is a three-part limited series, May Mayday Parker, yeah, the original Spider Girl, joins Anya Corazon, the Prime Universe Spider Girl, and Annie May Parker, aka Spiderling, to become the Spider Girls. That's cute. That's cool. That's a lot of spider books. A lot of spider books. I'm kind of excited for some of these. Yeah, Vault of Spiders sounds cool. Um, another major announcement involved the revi- the reveal that Spirit Octopus. See. Uh, we'll be exploring Otto. This is kind of cool. Otto Octavius's uh, further struggles to adjust to the life in his hybridized clone body, and use and using his own ruthless methods to act as a hero. Do you know who's writing that one? Uh, I believe it's Christus Gage. I do not know for a hundred percent certain. I'm very excited for that book. Yeah, I love Superior Spider-Man. Um, yeah, Superior o- Superior Octopus. I was always curious what they're going to do with that. I kind of like the idea they did, but not of making him a young man again. Yeah. Um, he's in a cl- body, uh, like a clone hybrid body with Peter, Park- Peter Parker. So he's like, I am the best possible version of myself. So I'm going to go back to what I was good at as being superior something. So yeah. octopus. Um, but also uh, Chelsea uh, Kane. Yeah. She did Mockingbird. Is returning to Marvel in November, joining Mark Mohan to write a six issue follow up to Tom King and Gabriel Walters' The Vision. This worries me a little bit. Not that she's not a good writer, but. There's no other information than that. That, that's, that's, that's all we know. Yeah. That's crazy. Sure. Li- we love the vision on the show. It was great. Yeah. Uh, Marvel also revealed the villain for the Fantastic Four comic, the Griever. Sure. Uh, oh, it, it, her original name was like Eradicus. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, that's not the real name. Don't worry. The Fantastic Four are exploring the universe in a new and terrifying way. Uh, they're searching for their children. Where has Marvel's first family been? Where? Lockjaw. <laughs> Yeah. They've been in lockjaw. Where are they going, and what does the new terrifying foe, the Griever, hold in store for them? Uh, this new villain is horrifying and touches on an existential horror that the Fantastic Four has never uh, encountered, uh, says Dan Slott. So, uh, if I'm speculating, I think the Griever sounds like somebody grieving for the past universe. Well, that's, just a, that's just a guess. Well, uh, yeah. Um. Uh, the only other details are that he has something to do with where the family's been since the end of Secret Wars. Secret Wars. Yeah. To say that name makes me happy. Re- Griever is interesting. We'll see. It reminds me. I'm, co- I'm curious. That design's got me curious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even see the design. Um, 
Donny Cates brought some news to Comic-Con. Cates oh is in God. it for the long run with Venom Hell and yeah. has a lot of friends working with him on the Venom annual, much like he did with Thanos. A Venom one-shot, uh, a Venom one-shot <laughs> called Web of Venom. Oh, she does look cool. Web of Venom 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 baby will set up a huge event called Carnage Born and will be very important to the future of Venom and Carnage. And when it comes to the death of the Inhumans, the deaths are said to stick. Wow, that's a bummer. Stick and stick for good. Yeah, but they I don't always say that. I mean, yeah, yeah, not not for good for good, but like for a while. I mean, the, the Inhumans have had some good titles recently after the whole like uh, TV push- show fiasco. No, not the TV show. Like when Marvel was pushing Inhumans as their X Men, there was like five different. The books. peak was the TV show. No, yeah. Oh. Since then, there was like miniseries that have been good. Um, that Phil Noto did one actually for. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of a bummer. Like I really do hope they just like like kill Black Bolt and kill Medusa. Just get rid of all of them just in five years to reboot it. But that's what they're doing. So it's at least it's good. At least it's reading. It's just a, a well read book. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, but also, Kate's uh, had probably one of the biggest announcements in his career. <sighs> this is a that he is awesome going one. to be uh, quote show running a new Marvel Knights, uh, which will be returning for its twentieth anniversary. Karnak was on that picture, dude. Was he? Karnak was in that picture. Uh, labeled as MK20. Uh, Marvel has signed Kate's up to a new exclusive contract at the publisher, giving him the reins to the imprint and the books that may come out from it. Caseta <clears throat> told him to go nuts. Kate's will be overseeing all of it. So yeah, uh, exclusive contract for Donny Kate sounds really interesting to me. I'm glad. I'm glad. After what he's done with Thanos and uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider, let him do and his na- thing. And now he's going to be running Marvel Knights. Oh. And on that stuff. picture, it was a very old, reminiscent picture of, an, of the older Marvel Knights, like the or like Punisher, Elektra, uh, and Karnak was on there, dude. And Warren Ellis's Karnak book was super graphic and awesome. So like, if they're still, that means Karnak Karnak's not gonna die in Death of the Inhumans. Yes, I won. Or it's out of continuity. Oh. The Marvel Knights books were knit, were kind of, kind of sort of yes well, and see, no. The Punisher, yeah, actually, that's yeah, you're right. Yeah, the Punisher kind of, was out kind of, of continuity. It's kind of iffy. Yeah. Okay. Um, Marvel is also releasing six brand new What If comics. I'm so stoked for these. Coming out I in love, 2018. I love What Ifs. Uh, I didn't get to watch see a lot of these covers because my internet sucked. But yeah. um, but each each character is going to fo- each book is going to focus on a different character. In reality, uh, the book will feature Spider Man, Magic, Ghost Rider, Thor, and X Men, uh, and the Punisher. Whoops. Uh, with few details being revealed on what will happen if each What If story in each What If story. Uh, some things we do know is that Peter Parker becomes the Punisher. Yep. That sounds cool. And has to battle against villains like the Green Goblin. Asgard becomes covered in ice, leaving Thor to attack while being out of his element. And Spider-Man gets his humble attitude taken away as Flash takes him over and throws his egotistical nature into the character. I'm really excited for magic as a Sorcerer Supreme. That's yeah. Colossus' sister, Ileana. They sound like these sound like some some bomb what-if stories, you think? Yeah, probably. That'd be cool. I just read a, a, a Doctor Doom story. Like, what if Doctor Doom became the thing? Yeah, that book's great. Uh, Marvel is set to launch a comic book series focusing on Black Panther's Shuri. Award-winning author Nnedi Okorafor, nice. the writer of Black Panther Long Live the King, will pen the spinoff simply titled Shuri. Leonardo Romero will handle the art. The story will follow Shuri being forced to lead Wakanda in the absence of her brother T'Challa, who has gone missing during a mission in space. Ooh. Shuri must leave the comfort of her lab behind and transition into a bigger role as Monarch. The series will fit into the continuity of Ta-Nehisi Coates' Black Panther ongoing comic. Shuri will launch this year in October. I didn't 
I didn't know what the story was about. That's <clears throat> awesome. He's at Black Panthers and doing space stuff. Yeah. So sure he's going to be the so leader. So she's taking over Aunt home in Wakanda. I will definitely pick up that first issue. Yeah, that sounds real bomb. Yeah. Well, at the end of the bang, you look cross-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> I can tell. Facing the burnout. Um, all right. Well, Marvel Comics... Uh, also announced today that they're going to... Uh, actually, today, uh, on Sunday, See? they announced uh, that they were going to be reviving Uncanny X-Men uh, as the flagship title of the X-Men franchise. Oh, that's the panel that they wouldn't let me in. <laughs> they are they are ending X-Men Blue and, Blue and Gold. Yeah. You see, I'm actually okay with this. I know you guys are probably going to give me some flack because I don't read X-Men, but I actually do have an opinion on this. I, I get the... <gasps> what? No, you're not going to... No, no, all right. No. I tried nope. to get a new gasp going. Sorry, I'm no, sorry. No gaps. I remember researching the X-Men comics when I was younger, and I really liked how there was just one tile, the Uncanny X-Men. That was it. And then now I hear that the X-Men sadly had a bit of a thing, and then we got X-Men Red and Blue, now Gold, which I heard, especially X-Men Red with the Phoenix, great titles, but still it's like I just want a solid one single X-Men book, and now that's coming back. Yeah. So I'm actually excited it's for... It's not going to be the only comic, though. That's fine. Yeah. That is totally fine. It's gonna be I mean, we're going to get Mr. Mix's X, which is the, the marriage between Gambit and, Ro- and Rouge. Is a, it's Rogue. Rogue, you, thank that's you. That's a... I've never... Th- I've have never, you ever seen... That's a, I love that. I don't think I I've ever that. heard anyone say Rouge before. Yeah. I could have swore I heard it. I, it's, no. it's Okay, it's been over five years since I last saw X-Men, okay? so That's interesting. Yeah. All right. So Rogue, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, I read okay. so as the only person who read the Rogan Gannon miniseries. That book is dope, and it's being written by the same person for the Mister Mister X. Like, like, I could swear, like Patrick Stewart said, Rouge once. I could be wrong. Anyways, Rogue and Logan. So, that's fine. That's Logan. totally fine. I'm fine. Why is it that every time I'm talking tonight, I like, get sidetracked? Because it's, it's late, dude. It's okay. No, it's every time I speak and I have okay. something, I always get interrupted. It's okay. Go it's ahead. Okay, buddy. What I'm the sorry. shit? I'm sorry. Fine. So we're having a solid X-Men book. It's kind of like having a Justice League book where you have Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. That's fine. Those side stories are good. And keep writing them, please. But having a solid, uncanny X-Men book back again makes me happy. I guess uh, X-Men Red will continue. That's fine. Um, But also a new X-Men Black series will launch. Okay. uh, Which is a weekly miniseries consisting of five one-shots geared towards specific X-Men villains. Uh, include uh, the full lineup uh, includes Magneto, Emma mm-hmm. Frost, Mojo, Mystique, and Juggernaut. Love like it. stuff like books like that, I'll probably pick up because I actually like Magneto. There I like. There Emma will Frost. also be a backup story featuring Apocalypse, which actually leads me to believe there's going to be a new Apocalypse story coming down the line. Sweet, and that'll be in each issue. Yeah, yeah. that it'll be building up this Apocalypse story. Well, is it kind of be like Hunting for Logan, or is it going to be better than that? Let's hope it's better than that. Because okay. that was just like a page. It's literally a page. Hey, I'm at a bar. Yeah, hey, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the Uncanny X-Men thing. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's cool. This is, this is I'm good probably not going to read it, but cool. Um, It'll help me consolidate all the X-Men books I'm reading, so heck yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, sadly, I haven't been picking up X-Men forever, so I might not be able to jump into it, but if I can jump into Uncanny X-Men, because I I the only X-Men book I have on my book right now is Avengers vs. X-Men, and it's okay. Man. That, yeah, all right. Hey, it, it's a book that happened. It was on sale. It I like, certainly happened. Hey, I like the stuff that happened with the Phoenix. Look, it was on sale. It was. It had the Avengers on it. it was. A, I'm not judging you for having it. All right. I'm more judging the story for happening. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Marvel Comics are kicking off a new digital comics line called Marvel Digital Originals this that will dope. feature characters that are currently making a splash on television. The first new title to debut under the MDO label is Jessica Jones. 
Um, these new MDO comics will be a little bit different from your typical print comic. Print issues are usually 20 pages long, but MDO issues will be 40 pages. Oh. So to get a full story, instead of waiting for the six 20-page issues to release over six months, MDO readers will get three 40-page issues in just three months. All MDO comics take place in Marvel Comics continuity and are meant to be new reader friendly. After each MDO story finishes, they will be printed and sold in comic shops. The Cloak and Dagger oh, Digital series. Yep. The Cloak and Dagger Digital series that was released in June will now be folded into the MDO line. Other titles in the line include Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Daughters of the Dragon featuring Misty Knight and Colleen Wing. That's fantastic. So this is actually <clears> a good place <throat> to put the defenders. <clears throat> On this digital, because you know, yeah, that seems to, to be what they're trying to do. Yeah, you're not, you're not, these titles don't do well, but there's a demand for them. So putting out a digital comic for them doesn't cost a whole lot. Yeah. And it, it's, it's a higher gain for them. I'm a little bit bummed that Jessica Jones is being relegated to this because um, I, I just like that character a lot. Yeah. But, but without Bendis on her, it's, it's a good move for now. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is, again, I think, is it, do you have the creative team? Kelly Sue DeConnick is doing Jessica Jones. I don't Was know that right? No, for all of them. no, I think it's Kelly no, Thompson. No, no, no. For, for Kelly Jessica Thompson. Jones. Who wrote Mr. and Mrs. X. For yes. Jessica Jones, it's Kelly Thompson and uh, Matia de Lolis. I've seen a couple art. pages of it. They previewed it. Looks really, it looks good. Uh, yeah, it's like I said, it's just kind of a bummer that it's going there. Oh, but yeah. as Spark said, without Bendis. Can you tell me who's writing Luke Cage? Is it the same guy who's been writing? No, I don't have we that. Don't know. I don't have that pulled up. Okay. Uh, we also don't know. I don't. Yeah, think they, I don't think the they've team. announced the teams yet for that. Okay. Um, yeah, it makes sense. This is a good. This is a good <coughs> move for these titles because they don't have a really a place the same on the shelves cloud. right now. Yeah. Yeah. And we're gonna get the graphic novels for them too. So if you want the print version, you'll get them. Exactly. That's really cool. I didn't see that part. I'm I'm kind of more on board with this same. now. Yeah. Right. Um, but also Iron Fist. Uh, take a little bit of break from the comics real quick. Iron Fist season two. Uh, revealed that the main villain for the show will be Steel Serpent, a.k.a. Danny Rand's former oh ally, God. Davos. And uh, they'll finally bring in Typhoid Mary. Uh, Typhoid Mary is really interesting to me because w- they've been rumored to bring in Typhoid Mary since Daredevil Season 2. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is this is kind of cool. Uh, the season is going to be released on September 7th. So I will be oh, four same. shows behind. Oh um, <laughs> and uh, this is stuff from uh, Brew Baker and Fractions uh, and David Ozier's run from the uh, the mid two thousands. Yeah, they released a trailer. This looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm 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 more and I don't know if it's part of the news that the Black Panther uh, stunt cor- uh, coordinator is no, now not included. So the guy who did the the stunt work for Black Panther is now on Iron Fist season two. So the fights are immediately better. Hopefully, <laughs> immediately. Uh, we can only hope. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so some DC news. My favorite wheelhouse. Finally. Um. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> uh, a crossover between Wonder Woman and Justice League. Oh, I remember this. This sounds cool. Okay. <laughs> uh, a crossover between Wonder Woman and Justice League Dark is coming to the DC universe in October. Sweet. Uh, the five-part weekly series is a horror title. You got me. Titled The Witching Hour. Just uh, now, I see why they wanted to release in October. Good on you, DC. Yeah. This is the first event of the quote New Justice Family. That's what they're calling the New Justice League uh, line, um, featuring two forty-eight page one shots, and w- they will play. Oh, this is exactly what they did for Superman Doomsday. Superman Doomed. That was garbage. Oh no! But I mean, that's what they did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and will play out in in issues of the of Wonder Woman and Justice League uh, Dark. Uh, Justice League Dark series written by J- James Tenney and the fourth will be scripting all issues in the event. Excellent. The new story is set to star Wonder Woman, Zatanna, Detective Chimp, Swamp Thing, and Man Bat. Wait, who, what, what, who, what, what did you say? Swamp Thing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be like Detective <coughs> Chimp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm stuck for this. This sounds cool. Dude, I, uh, James Tynan's a great writer. Oh, oh. Didn't, did, did I hear right? But didn't they 
We talked about that last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the new the new uh writer on Wonder Woman. Yeah, but it's a, Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's great that they're that they're doing a horror title dedicated like this. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm, ready, yeah, I'm ready for it. Uh, DC Inc. and DC Zoom imprints revealed more titles at Comic-Con. DC Inc. will have an original tale about a teenage, <clears throat> excuse me, Oracle in Oracle Rising. It will be joined by another tale about a teenage Batgirl, Cassandra Kane in mm. Shadow of the Batgirl. Wait, Oracle? A Teen- teenage Oracle? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, is it, do you think it'll be a different backstory? I, I imagine. Yeah. Interesting. So maybe she's just born. Additional DC Inc. titles announced include Truth or Consequences, a Jack Hyde story. And the working title of an Aqualad story. Jack Hyde. Mm-hmm. Jack. Re- Jack. Uh, not re- Jack. Reaper. Not the Reaper. The 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 creeper. the creeper. Not the creep. That's Jack Ryder. Jack Ryder. Yeah. I'm I'm te- I'm telling you that that is the working title of an Aqualad story. Um, Dick oh, Grayson. Oh, I yeah. thought those were two different things. No, that's <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Dick Grayson Lost Carnival, and Leigh Badrugo's Wonder Woman Warbringer will be adapted from its prose form into a graphic novel. Oh, cool. They released a bunch of those novels that I, did. I was like, I didn't, that's kind of cool. Yeah. DC Zoom, DC's middle grade graphic novel line, will introduce its first story starring Wonder Woman and Diana, Princess of the Amazons. Additionally, several artists were revealed for previously announced titles, but we're not going to talk about them here because we don't have the time. Yep. We already have two hours. Hell yeah. Uh, dying to see more of the Batman Who Laughs, guys? I am. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, yes, I'd rather yes, like yes. sleep without nightmares, but continue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this coming from the horror guy, dude. Really? Yeah, right, Scott yeah. Snyder and Jock Black Mirror baby are going to be bringing him back. Witches, I yeah, <gasps> I know. Oh really? He's a, but this, they're both did. This Batman. is the team who did witches. Oh yeah. my god, yes. Yeah. Uh, for for Ben, um, they will be bringing uh, the Batman who laughs back in a new miniseries starting in fall. Um, is this a quote? Um, yeah, yeah. The Batman who laughs is the terrifying Batman who haunts the dreams of Bruce Wayne, a foe who acts as a dark mirror to the ways of the otherwise righteous Batman. He scoured the multiverse and dark multiverse after the shattering of the source wall and found the one thing Batman never wanted, a version of himself holding the very gun that Joe Chill used to kill his parents, long dried of the blood of its original owner. This version of Batman is the deadliest hunter of Gotham Knight. Uh, so it's a it's a it's a Batman who became like obsessed Punisher. with guns. Yeah. yeah, a new evil Batman. That's yeah, great. so this would be a new Dark Knight. Um, I'm really excited to see more of uh, more <coughs> of the Batman who laughs. I hope that it's more. I hope that we get some flashbacks to kind of flesh out the the one shot we got a little earlier. Because mm-hmm. uh, like we said, I w- I wish there was more to it. Um, and I I, I so I hope I'm really excited for this because Jock is a great fit for this character. Yeah. So you loan to be witches. Yeah, it's great. It is effing terrifying. <laughs> yeah, stop. Taking- stop. <laughs> stop. Oh, yeah. You stop, Sparks. <laughs> I'll throw you back in the washer again. <laughs> um, you were in a washer? Don't, don't, don't ask. ask. <laughs> oh, that so nice. seeing hearing that joke because when you said Jug, I was like, "Who is he?" And you told me that he's the guy who did witches. He is perfect. This team is perfect for Batman. His, who his art, his art style will be very good. I'm very excited right. for this. Uh, Scott Snyder doing it makes me very excited. I'm glad he's oh, yeah. doing it. Yeah, me too. That's crazy. Um, I kind of, I'm kind of wondering. Uh, do you have the three Jokers on here? Yes, it's okay. on here. Um, I'm kind of wondering. Uh, we'll get to it a little bit later, but I wonder if this is if you, you could use the Batman who laughs. If you use him well, could he replace the Joker as Batman's? Major villain? No, I don't. Or I, it's too much history to the to the Joker. Too much history yeah. to the Joker, but I could definitely see if you want to take the Joker off the board for a little while. 
he can be a decent replacement. I would love to see him, honestly, like be like a villain for everyone. Like he could be a Justice League villain because he's yeah. so powerful, right? Like uh, he doesn't have to like. I don't think he can. I don't think anyone could ever really replace the Joker. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because he kind of is the Joker already. He is the Joker. Yeah, he's, so he's like Batman you already have the, the original. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, moving on. DC. Uh, did anyone have more to say about the Batman Who Laughs? No. Sounds neat. DC revealed that the Darkness creator, Mark Silvestri, <gasps> I have a signature by him, Yay. is writing and drawing a new miniseries called Batman Joker Deadly Duo. This sounds very similar to... Um, the ending of Metal? No, I really think... I think it was Azarello who wrote it, uh, but there was a four-issue miniseries where where Batman and Joker had to team up to cure a virus that was inside of Is them. That the Europa? Europa, yeah, yeah. Batman Europa, yeah. that's the one. Yeah. Uh, that sounds very similar to that, uh, which is not a bad thing. I thought Europa was really great. Yeah. There was a bit where Batman stole a punchline and Joker was very upset about it. That's awesome. <laughs> um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, as the title suggests, the series features the two characters joining forces for a change. Uh, their alliance comes in response to an unknown enemy who is simultaneously tormenting the Joker from afar and torturing a kidnapped Commissioner Gordon. The series will be set outside traditional continuity and be published with DC's Black Label. Sounds good to me. Okay. I like DC's Black Label a lot so yep. far. Man, Capullo keeps uh, uh, putting up pages from uh, uh, Batman Last Night. Yeah. God, that book, dude. So excited. Joker on his, like, he's like Mimir. Joker's like Mimir from God of War. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh Tom King revealed new details on his upcoming event, Heroes in Crisis. When DC uses Crisis in a title, it's typically a signal that the story will feature epic stakes as the fate of the multiverse hangs in jeopardy. But this time around, it's a much more grounded and personal story. Heroes in Crisis will introduce a new location in the DC universe called Sanctuary, a technologically advanced therapy center for superheroes to give them the help they need after enduring physical and psychological trauma on a day-to-day basis. But things take a grim turn when a dozen superheroes are massacred in a shooting inside Sanctuary. Um, who, uh, the first question is, who is the, sh- who is the mysterious shooter? The second, how will the heroes put it all to back together? Comic books, quote, comic books throughout the whole history of the medium have been reflective of the history in World War II. There were comics about fighting in World War II in the 70s. The comics about were about psychedelic escape. Unfortunately, our moment right now is a moment of violence and living with violence, and our comics have to address that. Our comics have to reflect it, uh, King told IGN. Uh, quote, we have to use the power we have as the, we have to use the power we have as the guardians of these superheroes to talk about those issues and to make stories out of the, out of the, uh, I looked away for a minute and I lost the place. <laughs> oh, no. uh, the guardians of these superheroes to talk about those issues and to make stories out of that because stories are how we deal with the pain in our lives. Yes. That's why people read the Bible when their loved ones die it's happening and we need to uh look at look it in the eye and see why and see how we can make it better i'm very excited for this the story will focus on batman superman and wonder woman as well as booster gold and harley quinn the inclusion of dc's trinity is obvious but the latter two were chosen by dc publisher dan didio say his name it's didio didio yeah because there are people who make mistakes king's goal is to give these king's goal is to give these characters the same deep dive psychological breakdown that um Happen to you too? No, I, I think I made a typo here. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Batman. Uh, to, to give the same deep dive and psychological breakdown that was uh, done for Mr. Miracle. Okay. Mr. Miracle is very yeah. good. So Ryan, can we take this moment quick to talk about the leaks that happened? Yeah, so... Oh, man, this is rough, dude. We're going to hijack your script for a second, Sparks. So... Okay, so a week before Comic-Con, uh, uh, there was a Bleeding Cool article... Uh, that somebody on Reddit posted this huge thing that's saying like, 
DC and everything with Tom King, like they're they don't like what happened with Batman and Catwoman. They don't like the direction it's going. They're not going to take him off because he has his plan, but they're not happy with it. Uh, apparently, Heroes in Crisis is in is in peril. It's like it's creatively just problems with it. Um, and I didn't believe any of this until they said, "All right." And so Kelly Sue DeConnick is going to be on Aquaman. Tomasi is going to be on Detective, and that was before any of that was announced. And now, after all these announcements... Grant Morrison on on Green Lantern? Yes, which we'll talk about. Uh, All of these announcements did happen, which makes me believe, man, this thing is real. So here's the the leak. Here's one of the the leaks specifically about Heroes of Crisis, which we're talking about. Uh, Speaking of Heroes in Crisis, it's it's in a messy state. Tom King originally wanted to do just a six-issue miniseries about PTSD, but Didio wanted it to be more like Identity Crisis 2.0. The three suspects are Booster Gold, Harley Quinn, and Wally West, since they're the only... Don't spoil the... There's stuff that's going to be spoiled. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes, I see it. Yes. No, I won't say it. Um, yeah. So all this weekend, this list was coming true. Yeah, it's, it's really scaring me. And this is not a good list. It makes me feel like... It's so weird because Tom King, they're allowing him to do so much crazy emotional stuff, but like maybe because this is a big you, event. Like like you said, uh, uh, they allowed Batman 50 and Catwoman number one to be returnable, which they weren't initially. Yeah, because, uh, because people uh, are so upset about it. Yeah. Uh, so like, I'm still really excited for this book, but like, after hearing all this stuff, like how it's in trouble, I'm like, oh no, I hope it's not true. Uh, yeah, but it's looking like creative problems, boy. Uh, but anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, uh, speaking of Tom King, hey, sorry, go ahead. He revealed that a wardrobe change happens in Batman 53 next month, much I like Superman. <sighs> Batman is getting his trunks back. The Cape <gasps> Crusader will dust off his early 2000s costume, made famous by stories like Hush. As King explained, Batman's need to move on from his failed relationship with Catwoman compels him to make the switch. A costume change is not the only big development brewing in Gotham City. DC revealed the new creative team for Detective Comics with writer Peter Tomasi and artist Doug Mank taking over beginning with issue 994. Tomasi will be tasked with building towards Detective Comics 1000. Nice. If it's anything like Action Comics 1000, expect a massive Batman celebration. And guess what? what? That was on the leak. Yeah. My God. Oh. Yeah. But I'm really stoked for, for Tomasi on Detective Comics. I'm very happy yeah. about. Well, one of the leaks that actually got me scared was Justice League Odyssey. Yeah, I'm really bummed, dude. That's <laughs> the one that really ticked me off. Yeah. Because it's looking, we won't dwell on it, but Justice League Odyssey looks like it's not going to be the book we thought it was going to be. Mm. Uh, because because Didio is not happy with it. Which yeah. sucks because the reason why I was hoping to buy that book is because Cedric was doing the art. Yeah. Yeah. And he's still doing the first arc, but that's it. Yeah. 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 If but, this leak is to be believed. <laughs> so far, so good, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, Batman Three Jokers, which we mentioned a little bit earlier, uh, has been confirmed, but as DC's black label. I'm okay which with is that. Interesting. That's awesome. Which is very interesting, um, and it will obviously connect to the continuity. So this is the first black label that's, that's in continuity. I was about to ask. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Max, uh, Marvel Max, which kind of what feels like this looks like. Yeah. Alias was one of the only books that was continuity in the Marvel Max series. Yeah, yeah. Um, Punisher Max was the one not in continuity. Punisher Knights. My bad. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, back okay, to yeah. that. Yeah. Um, also, writer Jeff Johns ended all speculation that the three Jokers are different versions of the insane villain from Ultimate wor- Alternate Worlds, and calls the series a quote very grounded emotional story. Uh, Johns then revealed that the three heroes at the center of the story will be those who have uh, this is actually really exciting uh, who have been most deeply affected by the Clown Prince of Crime, Batman, Barbara Gordon, and Jason Todd. That's pretty cool. Family, finally. He said the mystery at the heart of the arc, quote, connects Bruce Wayne to the Joker in a way uh, that will change the relationship forever. Jason Fabok, uh, which the uh, art, which did the art, uh, showed uh, features nods to the classic stories like Death of the Family and The Killing Joke. Yeah. 
uh, and the this looks great. Yeah, I. The thing it's like like everything you thought you knew was wrong is like it's kind of encroaching a little bit. Like like they're gonna tie their histories much more together, which I'm not against, and yeah. I especially believe in the creative team. Uh, but man, I saw that cover. And I'm like, that's a good cover. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I've been very curious to see how they're gonna handle this, and the, now this part of the black label and in continuity part of the black label. Uh, hey, Doomsday Clock. <laughs> oh my god! Anybody remember that at this point? I don't, don't think it's not Doomsday Clock. <laughs> Where is Doomsday Clock? <laughs> don't think Doomsday Clock should have been done before this book started. It should have. Yeah. Well, it was supposed to be done in November. This November. Yeah, and I, issue six yeah. out in like a month or two, probably. Yeah. Do you have any more news for us? <laughs> yeah, as long as it's a masterpiece, I don't care. Um, yeah. Hope so. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. hope. Yeah. Uh, Bitch Planet writer Kelly Sue DeConnick and Green Lantern's artist Robson Roca will be taking over the monthly Aquaman series. DeConnick will co- become the first female writer on a solo Aquaman series. That's cool. The book will hinge heavily on Arthur Curry's troubled childhood relationship with his absentee mother. It's not clear exactly when the new creators will take over the book or if DC will relaunch the series with a new number one. I Which can't. seems likely, oh, although, really? well, no, I mean, they did it with Bendis, but they didn't do it with Wonder Woman or yeah. Detective Comics. I don't well, think they, won't, they wouldn't do it with Detective. I don't think they will. Yeah. No. It's likely. Um, but anyway, D- DC, part of going back to leaks, DC Comics are also relaunching the Green Lantern comic. Which I'm excited for. Yeah, dude. Uh, this November with acclaimed writer Grant Morrison and artist Liam Sharp. Hell yes. Uh, taking lead hero Hal Jordan back to his classic roots. Uh, quote, instead of the big epic 12-part stories, we're focusing down on the everyday life of a space cop. Basically, it's no more apocalypse-ending storylines, uh, Morrison told uh, IGN. The basic concept is that Hal Jordan is like a space cop that patrols a sector of the universe where anything can happen. We've made it more like a police procedural. I will miss the apocalypse storytelling, um, but I'm really excited for this. Yeah. Uh, Grant Morrison in space. So like that's all I need. He's that's the all biggest name. He's the biggest name on Green Lanterns since Jones. Yeah, yeah. That's and it's only a, a twelve issue. You said right? Uh, yeah, it looks like. Okay, yeah. This sounds like it'll be well. Really at least cool. the first story is twelve parts. Yeah. Who knows? You could stick on it then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sleepy Boys, what's next? Yeah, DC has yeah, announced that there. Jeff Johns mm-hmm. is returning to write a brand new volume of Shazam comics. Announced at Comic Con, yeah. he is set to write the series while Dale Eaglesham is set to illustrate. Oh man, Dale's great. Eagle Sham? Eagle Sham, he's great. The series is planned to release in monthly installments starting this November. The new series of Shazam is set to bring back the Shazam family, which was previously used during the new 52 relaunch. Very briefly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how he reinterprets them. I'm glad jo- Johns is just back writing comics again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's coming up full force. There were also rumblings out of Comic-Con hinting that Bendis is giving Superman his own Court of Owls. A group of criminals who have worked hard to stay off of Superman's... He gave him an Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A group of criminals who have worked hard to stay off Superman's radar and even create a distraction, or five, when they need to do something unseen by Big Blue. The fires! There are also hints that Krypton... Uh, sorry. That Crypto will be traveling companion for Supergirl when her new series starts. That's cool. Ooh. I might actually... I These are not official confirmations. Yeah. These are... Rumors and rumblings occurring out of Comic Con. That's a really cool <laughs> idea, though, because I know Superman could get could be anywhere super fast. So, like, you have like all these different things. To, that's pretty cool. Yeah. What was it? The fires. I think it was a book that I think it was one of their like early Man of Steel uh, issues where they're like, "Dude, just stop! You're giving him all the tells." They're like, "What are you talking about?" And then Superman swoops in and gets them. He's like, I "Oh, told yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, you you have to when you're doing crime in Metropolis, you have to be smart about it. Yeah, or yeah. else He's gonna steal you. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. He's that's a 
I think this could be very possible. I think that's exactly the kind of thing Bendis would do. That sounds like an awesome story. Criminals who have yeah. tried to outthink Superman. Yeah, I'm kinda, more crypto, please. I mean, I love the when Scott Snyder introduced the Core of Owls, so I'm interested to see what other people's like Core of Owls esque. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm kind of interested in that. Uh, well, I really like the Man of Steel miniseries in general. Mm-hmm. Um, man, you look so sleepy. I'm guys, so sorry. Oh, do you know why his the the guy's name is Rogelzar? No. Oh, you haven't yes. listened to the word balloon yes. yet. Not yet. The yes. doctor that saved his life, her name is Dr. Her name Rogel. Was Rogel. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And so he, he, said, named, he named that villain after he said, her. So I'm going to name you in my comic book. He's like, oh, what am I going to be? You're going to be my super villain. <laughs> is, is, is that number one? That's just the best. Yeah, it's like the ugly, yeah, yeah. gross bad guy. The the, the, the bad guy bad across guy the Man, Man of Steel, Steel series. Yeah, I, I know, but I just haven't picked up Superman number one yet. So. You don't have to. It's not it's, in Superman. Man of the Man of Steel miniseries he just did. Rogel Czar is the bad guy. 1,000 also. Ben, you a sleepy boy. I'm uh, my brain. Yeah, Rogel. We were talking about him. He's got the gross face. I know yeah. who Rogel's are is. Yeah. yeah. Now you do. Um, <laughs> uh, go ahead. There's a WB animation also. Uh, whenever they they uh, every year they put out a new movie mm-hmm. and they debut it at Comic Con. I've seen a couple of them. I didn't see this year because it's Superman. And I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and they announced their next slate for the next year, which is a lot of fun. Uh, so this year they've released uh, the schedule for the next four. DC oh. films. Uh, normally it's three, which is interesting. So Justice League versus The Fatal Five, which will be releasing in spring 2019, oh, okay. um, which will be an entirely new story, it looks like. I was going to say, I don't know what that is. Uh, unless you count the team's presence in the Justice League Unlimited cartoon from a decade back, which who wouldn't? Fatal Reign Five. Of, is, no, that's the Royal Flush game. Never mind. Reign of the Superman, which we knew was coming when they announced the two-parter of uh, the death of Superman. Metropolis uh, Which is early 2019. Uh, this is the story that's going to follow, uh, which will be which finds Superboy, Metropolis slash Metropolis Kid, yes. Steel, Cyborg, Superman, and so, and sort of a Kryptonian Eradicator, Eradicator. Uh, exact their versions of justice on Metropolis until Superman himself returns. I love this. Uh, Batman Hush, yeah, <gasps> is coming in su- in the summer. Yeah, dude. It's a popular Jeff Loeb, uh, Jim Jim Lee story. Oh, uh, which can't is, wait to see the sex scene in it. I know, God, it's going to oh, be rated what? R with a sex scene. <laughs> um, it was. Uh, you know, Hush is, is like is you know Thomas Elliot, and he attacks like, Gotham. He's like, he like he's like evil Batman, basically. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Wonder Woman Bloodlines is set for fall next year, and appears to be an entirely new story itself. DC is keeping their cards close to their chest on this one, so because it's kind of far away, I'm guessing. So we know yeah. almost nothing about it. That's also, I mean, I I personally like the Reign of the Superman stuff. Like, I love all those characters, and to bring in Metal Gear because I have to do it once a podcast. Uh, they're all interpreting Superman's vision in each different ways, just like in a Metal Gear. Right. So uh, yeah. I'm all about that. No, actually, when I was when I was reading the Death of Superman saga, the Superman were my favorite part. I love that leather jacket. Like, I really loved uh, Steel and Cyborg until I find out that Cyborg, aka Hank, Hank, aka Hank Henshaw, you got it, was the true villain. I'm a bad guy. Uh, Krypton on Sci-Fi mm. has been renewed for a second season, Woo. and Lobo has been announced yeah. as the main villain for that season. Oh, okay. the main man. Mm-hmm. The main, the main man. villain. The main man. Big main man. Also, <laughs> Doomsday is going to be unleashed, cool. and the origins of Brainiac are going to be explored. Cool. I really liked that season. I was really impressed with Krypton. It's actually so, pretty high up there for me. Uh, I, I know Lobo, but is he super old? I thought, like... Uh, Lobo can't I, die, can he? Uh, he's practically immortal. Yes. Okay, I just didn't know how old he is. Yeah. Because he rides like a space bike, and I thought that was like more... I mean, the, the the first issue of the like uh, the rebooted Lobo series was Sexy Lobo. But they killed him. I know, but they <laughs> had like him holding Lobo's head, decapitated yeah. head talking. And then they reversed that shit. 
Yeah. Well, anyway, you guys remember when Bat that they announced that Batwoman was coming to the CW mm-hmm. last week? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Um. Uh, anyway, so we know that she's going to be in the in the annual crossover. Uh. Now, not including Legends tomorrow. Yep. They said that at Comic Con. Really? Legends is not part of the crossover this year. Aw. I didn't say that. We don't know why. That's strange. Ooh. Uh, but anyway, a new Batwoman TV series. That's not, sorry, that's not to say that those characters aren't part of it, but the, sh- the show itself is not part of it. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. That's actually really interesting. Anyway, there's a new Batwoman TV series uh, in development at the CW. Um, if the series gets picked up, uh, it will debut in 2019, so after the crossover, obviously. Uh, and the su- the series will obviously feature Kate Kane, um, the first openly gay super- DC superhero uh, on uh is she in the CW? I guess so. No, no, no. no, no I'm saying CW. no. I'm saying in the co- they're saying in the comics she's the first openly gay. That is DC certainly not superhero. true. Openly gay one? Yeah. Mm. I'm fairly certain there was a, there was a gay Obsidian. I'm that Alan Scott's mm. son. Um, was that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm fairly certain it was Obsidian. Well, I don't know. I'm quoting from a thing. Yeah, here, I understand. So. Um, I, I don't think this is right, but I think it was yeah. Obsidian. Anyway, um. Carol, Caroline uh, Dries, 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 yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, is the writer and executive producer on the project, having previously worked on the Vampire Diaries. Greg Berlanti, Sarah uh, Schechter, and previous head of the DC Entertainment, Jeff Jones. Hey, uh, will also executive produce. If the show is picked up, it will be Berlanti's seventh show on the network. Jesus, damn, wow, buddy. Is there the Star Girl announcement on this yes, thing? We're, okay. we're yes, yeah, I just didn't know because there's no, so no, much. no. I know okay. we're getting there. Yeah, <laughs> we put everything in here. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, and the, the, the Walking Phoenix standalone Joker film. Um, not, I thought we talked about that. Uh, we, we talked about we last had a little week. bit more. Um, what do you guys think about the about Batwoman TV series? I'm down. I'm really down. She's super cool and super hard. Yeah, they're actually going to try to try to cast a, a uh, openly gay. I have no strong person. opinions about it until we actually see something yeah. of her. I am yeah. the same like mind. They they actually released a, a small little sizzle reel. Um, which clearly did not have an actor cast as Batwoman, yeah. uh, but it has like Supergirl being like, "What's your name?" and you can see like the the spikes. On oh, the, really? Oh. That's thing. silly. And that's I, it. You saw the red spikes, and that was it. And then like zooms in onto like comic book cover of Batwoman. It's that's funny. funny. But anyway, the Walking Phoenix standalone Joker movie uh, is going to be released on October fourth, and it's going to be called, get this, guys, Joker. I don't get it. Really. Yeah, neither do I. I don't really get it either. Um, it's going to be good production. We know this. But Zazie Beetz, um, Domino, Domino yeah. uh, is in talks to uh, to play a single mother who catches the interest of the, fu- of the future clown prince of crime. However, not much is also known about the potential role. I'm still so she's in talks. It's not officially I'm yet. still excited. Just more Joker knows. Yeah. Knows? Knows? News. The there nose, you go. Nose goes. Yeah, man. This is uh, going to be oh, a fun Oh, I'm episode. getting criticized? No. For, for messing Everybody up words, hate. Mr. Every, McClure? Everybody gets one no, Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. Gets Spider-Man. One. Everybody gets one. A Stargirl TV show yeah. has been announced for the DC Universe streaming service. Jeff Johns will executive produce and write the 13-episode scripted series with Greg Berlanti really loading that. producing through Berlanti Productions. The show will premiere on DC Universe sometime in 2019. Johns told Deadline, obviously Stargirl was first character i created for dc most important courtney whitmore was inspired by my sister who passed away to have an opportunity to tell a story celebrating the superhero was literally the first thing i wanted to do because it is so personal to me also a character that speaks to being young to a legacy and to pushing forward seems so important to me nowadays the series will take uh, will also feature the rest of her teammates as the justice society of america 
as they fight villains from both the past and the present. I didn't see that. That's great. This is a minor, yeah, just society uh, TV show. Hell yeah, dude. I'm totally into seeing more of the JSA. Yeah, dude. Uh, they are really loading that series. That that that. Uh, I will wait until we see more from the DC Universe apps shows yeah. to know how I'm going to feel about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're loading that up. It's crazy. Um, but speaking of the DC Universe, uh, though, pricing has finally been availed. Seventy four ninety nine a month. No, just kidding. Jesus. Seventy four ninety nine a year uh, if you want to pay for the whole year advanced membership. But uh, if you uh, that's for now, you'll get three months free. Um, and seventy nine. But it will be it will launch with a seven ninety nine a month uh, uh, monthly fee. Reasonable. Very reasonable I, for the amount of content they're giving us. I think that's I think that's perfect. This is for the DC streaming service. Yes, yes. I think seven ninety nine is, is a good place to put it. Um, you know what? Yeah, especially because I like how they're doing it for a whole year instead of yeah. like Netflix, Hulu, you just pay by the month. Whereas for this, it's like the for a video game subscription for Xbox Live or P- PlayStation Network. It's like any subscription. I yeah. mean, most any subscription you, you can, can choose. S- the t- it's if you buy it in bulk, it's cheaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah PlayStation I, Network. Yeah. Um, yeah, I always like Amazon. I just like paying the the lump sum at the, at the beginning, and then sweet, I have a whole year not to worry. Yeah, about if I it. had the lump sum when it rolled around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I'm right. a monthly boy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm a. Uh, I think that's that's okay. I'm still on the release date, but uh, the CW took multiple DC TV shows and created the popular Arrowverse. Another DC Universe streaming service will see Titans and Doom Patrol exist in the same world. There was a Doom Patrol thing I was totally missed. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. However, thanks to a, a report from CNET. We know the only thing uh, tying Swamp Thing to the other live action series will be the platform. So this was uh, this was interesting. We have no mandate to tie everything together. Chief creative, new chief creative officer, Jim Lee. Hey. uh, Said providing an explanation for why the shows aren't set in the same universe. It's currently unclear Swamp Thing will be the only series disconnected from the rest of of the recently announced Stargirl program. Um, We'll also have this status. So that's mm-hmm. interesting. I kind of like the standalone approach to some of these shows. Of it allows them yeah. more creative freedom, I feel. Of all yeah. the shows to be standalone, it would be Swamp Thing because like, they take place in like Gotham, which is like East Coast, and like Swamp Thing is like the middle of Louisiana in a swamp. Like There's no reason for like Batgirl to be there or anything, you know what I mean? Yeah, the only reason I'd be bummed about Swamp Thing not being connected is to not be connected to the other stuff on the DC Universe, but I want Constantine and Swamp Thing and one thing together. <sighs> so yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, that'd be really great. Yeah, but there's nothing saying that could never happen. Yeah, so. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, the DC TV shows all had trailers on display for their shows returning this fall. I'm going to give you guys the quick little rundown of them. Arrow season seven. We didn't see any of them. We watched uh, Flash. Oh, yeah, we did. I, right. I watch. I watch all the shows. Uh, Arrow season seven will be featuring an Oliver struggling to adapt to life in prison while a new Archer vigilante is taking up arms in his city. Wah. He's also um, got the goatee. Yeah, no, not yet. Not in the trailer. I saw a picture of a goatee. It's not in the trailer. Okay. Is what I'm telling you. Gotcha. He went to prison in the last season. Uh, yeah. At the Explain end of last season, he's in, he's in prison. <laughs> yeah. DC's Legends of Tomorrow gave fans a sneak peek at season four, teasing what the dynamic will be like when John Constantine joins the team. And with yeah, sorry, go ahead, sorry, sorry, go ahead, sorry. And with the release of Malice and countless other creatures at the end of last season, magic and monsters will very much be a part of season four. As the trailer shows, there's even a unicorn. The yeah. season will also feature Nate reconnecting with his estranged father, played by Biff from Back to the Future, Tom Wilson. Oh, that's go. cool. Uh, just real quick about Arrow. Um, they're doing the Supermax stuff. That's been that was a rumor that that was going to be the movie from like 15 years ago. So yeah. it's cool that they're finally using that idea that I've always wanted to see of him in prison. Like with his vent, with his enemies. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, like that's neat, but it's also, 
just become kind of a weaker show. So. Oh no, I but like that that intrigues. No, I know me. what you mean. Yeah. Uh, over on the Flash, the new villain is called Cicada, portrayed by Chris Klein from American Pie. Oh my god! In the comic book, Cicada is described as someone who worships the Flash and has a group of followers that are hell bent on killing everyone the speedster has ever saved using daggers shaped like lightning bolts. That's pretty cool. Also, the famous Flash costume ring is coming. Um, it'll. Yay. Uh, Helbing also hinted at a King Shark Gorilla Grodd team up in the future, <gasps> but there were no specifics. That's that would be so expensive, but so cool. That's yes, cool. it would. Supergirl Season 4 will introduce a number of DC Comics characters, including TV's first transgender superhero, Dreamer, otherwise known as Nia Nall, the newest adi- uh, addition to the CatCo reporting team. Described as a soulful young transgender woman with a fierce drive to protect others, she has also been cast by a, uh, fe- a woman who is actually transgender. That's oh, cool. um, the trailer oh, that's really for cool. the season featured the debut of previously announced series regular Sam Witwer as Agent Liberty. The panel also revealed that April Parker Jones has been cast as Colonel Lauren Hay a hardline crew military woman who lives and dies by the orders of her commanding officers and David Ajala, who will play DC character Manchester Black, described as the type of guy who brings a knife to a gunfight and still walks away the winner. Uh, I'm excited to see Manchester Black. I've still been loving Supergirl and adding in Sam Witwer. I'm just super stoked. I love his narrative. He has a whole narration through the Supergirl season four trailer. It's awesome. That's awesome. And finally, the new hit show Black Lightning made their Comic-Con debut and touched on how the actors brought their own familiar roles to their parts and the show's impact on the larger family of African-Americans they represent through the show. Star Crest Williams said his character's familial duties combined with his heroic endeavors would begin to weigh heavily this coming season. Quote, being a principal is a full-time job, being a hero is a full-time job, being a father is a full-time job, and this season it will come to bear. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm really, I mean, I'm, Stoked. Do I remember Lois Lane's sister was in the first season of Supergirl? Supergirl? Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, I was I was reminded. Uh, yeah, Manchester Black coming to the show. It's kind of got me excited. I, I'm Same. very stoked about Supergirl and Black Lightning. Those two shows have been hitting home runs for me uh, lately as far as the CW shows go. The rest is like, ooh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, okay, no, I am excited about Matt Ryan being Constantine on Legends. That's That's got me pretty he's happy. Just, he's just great, though. Yeah, I'm pretty happy for Legends just because of him. Uh, you guys remember Young Justice? It's been five years since it was canceled. I never heard of it. After watching the recap, I still don't remember it. <laughs> I remember how can I forget that. how robbed I felt when Vandal Savage shook Darkseid's hand at the very last scene of season Man. two, and I knew that we weren't going to get season three, and I was screaming at my TV, like, how could you do this to me? Well, Young Justice Outsiders is coming up, and we have a, a new trailer, but uh, which... It wasn't a whole lot of new footage. It was basically like half recap, half half new footage. Mm-hmm. Which um, okay, it's been yeah. five years. You need the recap, but we also uh, got the character Forager. Yes, uh, which will be coming. Will be voiced by Jason Spisak. 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 Sure. Sure. Um, who also voices Wally West on the show? Um, okay. Halo is another new character coming to the season. Uh, she was an original outsider from the comics. Uh, Wiseman. Also promised uh, uh, many new villains from the comics are coming too. Um, and if we want season four, guys, watch all the seasons on DC Universe. Yeah. Yeah. So if I, if I have to, I love that show. Okay. I remember a long time ago they said they had a seven season plan. That trailer Ooh. looked bomb. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, Vandal Savage and uh, Darkseid are going to be very much be uh, a major villain and even in the though- show. Even though this show is called Young Justice, it's basically like the Justice League Unlimited Part Two. Yeah, yeah. like it's just everybody. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. It's got tons of characters. Yeah, just focuses on younger. Yeah, 
uh, the uh, what we've been calling the DCEU, the DC Extended Universe, the now has an official name. Oh, it does? Apparently, DC has never uh, named it, although I could have sworn going to a panel and seeing the words DC, the letters DCEU on their marquee. Yeah. Uh, I could have sworn being there. But perhaps I was wrong. Uh, it's now going to be called Worlds of DC. I hate that name more. <laughs> War- mm, yeah, no thanks. They made the announcement at Hall H. I figured they would. They've been talking about it yeah. for a while. Um, uh, sure. Worlds of Worlds DC? of DC. That's a bad name. Mm. Yeah, but the new this is they say the new, this new term allows them to make movies under one brand, but have them take place in different universes. So they don't have to Warner all Brothers. be necessarily connected. It's Warner Brothers, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is Harry Potter Warner Brothers? Yes. Wizarding Worlds? Wizarding World. They're just worlds, all of the worlds. Lego World. I, I, yeah. I I guess I get their reasoning. It's kind of a dumb name. It doesn't sound... It doesn't roll off the tongue. No. no. Worlds of DC doesn't... Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are, we, are you going to go say the new Worlds of DC movie? The DC, DCFU. Just make it easy. Who like cares? You used to, you used to Why say... Why not just DC Films? Yeah. DC Films. Or, you know... Hey, are you going to go see the new MCU movie? Yeah. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah. You're going to go see the new Worlds of DC event? Well, because they couldn't call it DCU, so. No, they couldn't. DCFU was good. Yeah. TC- I see why they didn't want to do <laughs> yeah, that. The moment yeah. you said it, I was yeah, like, I see so. why they didn't want to call it TCFU. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what we call all the Zack Snyder movies. The DCFU. Those are the DCFU. DCFU. Yeah, you're right. Because they effed me in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that name either. That's going to have to yeah, sit for I a mean, the, the name is kind of... I'm not surprised yeah. that they're trying to do something where it does imply with Worlds of DC this, like, we are maybe not going to hold to continuity yeah, anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. Because, like I said, they are taking more of a dartboard approach to their films. Yeah. Uh, Warner Brothers revealed the first look at the still-in-production Wonder Woman 1984. Gal Gadot uh, and told the audience that the movie is not a sequel. It is a different chapter, a whole new movie. And director Patty Jenkins added, I want to make great movies i realize i have these characters that i love this world that i love and we can make this whole new movie about something pure and strong and unique as the first one of course i want to do that jenkins also commented on the why they chose to set the film in the 80s saying because it was quote mankind at their best and worst still no explanation on steve trevor's return and the footage showcased diana taking down some armed gunmen in a brightly lit 80s mall is jimon hansu in this one (laughs) <laughs> no it's the one movie he's not in Stan Lee of the DC <laughs> oh my god of the DCFU yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I figured they wouldn't tell us why Steve Rogers was, was, was alive who? Steve Trevor still oh, Jesus Steve Trevor thank yeah. you um, I mean, same concept <laughs> yeah I, I am I, I know a lot of people have been running with this idea of like wait, what do you mean this isn't like it's a sequel because they're not acknowledging the Steve Trevor thing they're like is this is this just ignoring um, the I, first Wonder Woman? Or are we? Have, are we just with Patty Jenkins directing it? That can't, I, it can't I have it not seen the original Wonder Woman TV series, but apparently people are suggesting there might be a clue as to why that is. Yeah, because he's he in returns. he's in the first and second season, but the first season takes place in World War II, and the second season takes place in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. So there could be something there. Also, could be she's like a... the, the, she's wearing the she's wearing the the outfit. That she wore in that uh, one of the outfits she wore in that original series. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh and, yeah, and we may have seen the invisible jet, which is kind of awesome. Yeah, but it anyway, could be like hallucination, dream sequence. Who really knows? Yeah. Guys, we're almost done. Trailers for Aquaman and Shazam. Okay, and the DC Universe show Titans uh, were shown, and we will discuss them in our trailer section. So we start our trailer section now. Yeah, cool. I guess so. Another three hours ago, guys. I have to say something. 
I think I'm hallucinating because I could swore I saw little men on Brandon's hard drive. <laughs> and also the reflections. I don't have my glasses on. My Sonic statue reflection looked so much like Doomsday. I thought, how the hell did I get a Doomsday statue? Wait, Doomsday from Batman Doomsday from Superman? Oh, okay. Because <laughs> there's a Doomsday oh, statue figure I want. And it looked exactly like it. And I speaking scared, of our doomsday, it scared the well, shit ben, out of me. We're gonna we're gonna get, we're gonna talk through the trailers and then okay. We're done. So are we talking? What are we talking You're about first? Are we talking about Shazam or Invader no? Zim? Invader Enter Zim. the Florpus. This is weird because it has no dialogue whatsoever. <laughs> three, three Very trailer. strange to watch out of context. But long I'm, trailer for no dialogue. Yeah, two minute, two and a half minutes. My it God, looks really good though. But it it does look good. It's classic Invader Zim animation. It's creepy it's crisp it, the music is on point like it always was it's the same guy doing it i had no i had no doubt it's like andy gandy coming back to do samurai jack yep yeah so it looks like zim's doing something and there's like a phase two because you could see phase, phase two, two. Th- um litter sprinkled throughout the whole trailer yeah yeah i mean really not much more needs to be said about that yeah. anyone got anything else cool or should we go Vader zim looks dope i'm excited Dra- for more glory to zim Dragon oh. Prince, which is the new um, Netflix animated show. Oh, yeah. That looks pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I um, mean, the, Ryan the is definitely not sold on that no. animation. I want, no. to, I want to. I really want it to. Is, it is a little jarring, definitely it, at It first. reminds me of the Into the Spider-Verse, like kind of like, like almost stop motion-y, but it's like, it's just a little too. It's almost, it's almost like blocky. It's almost like too t- blocky. T- 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 yeah, it's a little, it's a little, I understand what you're saying. It's a little stiff. It's a little stiff. Um, I actually feel like I needed a longer trailer so I could adjust. And, that's the thing. And it was like 30 seconds. Of it. Yeah. No, you know like, that, I would like to see more. You know what the trailer kind of reminds me of? What? Early sprite work for fi- old school RPGs like mm. Final Fantasy. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like and the maybe, maybe that's yeah. intentional. Maybe it'll work when we actually see it in context. That yeah. dragon looked dope, though. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of dragons, Dragon, Dragon, Dragon awesome. Ball uh, Super <sighs> Broly uh, Sparks, my friend. Yeah. You're the only one caught up on Dragon Ball Super. You, I'm trying, so, dude. It's this, hard. This is so. This is so cool. <laughs> it's a good y'all. Y'all better catch up because I'm seeing that movie in theaters in January. Right. I got right. six I months. I can do it. We got six months. We can do it. Yeah. Marvel it's Rising. So oh, is that what we're saying? The animation's so pretty. Oh, okay. You guys watched it. The animation's it so, is pretty. so pretty. It is. And it's it's it's, it's the prettiest animation and Dragon Ball's ever. Toriyama like it's uh, Toriyama doing Broly, doing Broly. proper. Yeah, which is cool. <sighs> And it's in it like there's some stuff at the end of that trailer that's like we're going back to the origin of the Saiyans and like shit like that and I'm like holy crap, some of that stuff looks really intense we'll and more Cumber? dramatic than any Dragon Ball story ever told. Do you think we'll see Cumber in this movie? Ben, no. stop snoring. <laughs> I'm not. I know that's just funny. <laughs> all right, all right. She's exhausted. I, I won't. I won't gush anymore. Are. I know there's more to do. Marvel Rising Initiation looks pretty cool. Eh, all right. I'm kind of in. I like. I like most of the things, and yeah. I like half of the cast. I like. Yeah. I'm uh, like, I'm hey, kind of in the same place. All I have to say is, like, girl power. Awesome. Fun fact, I was talking to Ryan North, who is writing the YouTube. Uh, he's writing the comics. Uh, he writes uh, Squirrel Girl. But the actress, I don't remember her name, Melina. Nope. I don't, I don't know. I, okay, yeah. so the actress playing Squirrel Girl in the live-action TV yeah, yeah. show that's coming out, he, he, she called him in the middle of when we were talking to him. And I was like, I got oh, to so cool. talk to you about Squirrel Girl. I'm like, that's really funny. That's funny. <laughs> that's really cool. Um, Doctor Who, this new season, released a, released a trailer with some footage. It was pretty short. It was another short one. Yeah. Um, but at least it was footage this time. But we got to see uh, some old companions. Was it? Oh yeah, old, an old, old people old companions. People companions. <laughs> I was like older. No, yeah, like yeah, like Rory's back. No, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I'm 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 looking forward to getting back into the show with yeah. the with the new Thirteenth Doctor. What yeah. About, what about you, Sparks? Are you, been, are you still you you haven't watched the latest season all the way through? Uh, have you? Not all the way. No. Yeah. I'm still catching up, but I I like the uh, I like the presence of her already. Yeah. But I like this actress already, so I like her outfits a lot. Yeah. yeah, I won't I won't gush too much on this one. Orville, 
Uh, Orville That's season two trailer. released a released a new trailer. That was a it great is. trailer. Yeah. yeah, I'm way excited for. I didn't it. even finish the season. It's like a trailer. Orville, every I see this trailer, I'm thinking, man, I gotta finish the Orville. I so really I like the Orville. I think that show is yeah. really glad great. that it's coming back. It's hate. Star Trek doesn't need to be alive when you have the Orville. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it's a, it's a Star Trek show I I want. Yeah. It is a very Star Trekky show. But it's a very funny Star Trek show, and that's what I love about it. And, and Seth MacFarlane doesn't take itself too serious. Seth MacFarlane yeah. works best in that type of role. I feel in a ensemble role or in, in an ensemble role where he mm-hmm. kind of has to be a straight man, not the goofy guy. Yeah. Um. And hey, as Peter. A, he's a TV as a as he's a leading man on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Not maybe not in movies, but I I like him a lot in this one. In All that right. one, um, Night Flyers, which is a TV show. They should what? just call what? Do they, what do they call this? Brandon? Event Horizon, the TV this show. This is just Event Horizon, dude. Holy shit! It looks great. This looks great. Yeah, like this is one of my favorite trailers I saw. Sci-fi is kind of doing great right now. Yeah, they're right coming now. back. Oh. Krypton, Krypton has been really good and impressed me with its production quality. Now they got Night Flyers and uh, Deadly Expanse coming yeah. up. Happy, happy, yeah, yeah, happy. Ugh, man, sci-fi. What it's the hell happened? Really- Winona Earp. I know you guys haven't watched it, yeah, but yeah. Winona Earp that just started its third season. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Um. Uh, so the class also released yeah, a trailer. Shit, yeah, guys. Yeah. So this trailer makes me want to read the comic. Like, well, hey, fun fact: so it was bad. one of my book clubs a long yeah. time ago. So <laughs> once upon a time. Well, yeah. that was before we had no, all of the book clubs. No, I'm gonna read it when Ryan and I live together. I'm just gonna be like, hey, let me check Hell that yeah, out. Yeah, I'll just I'll just uh, borrow off of you guys. So yeah, 1987, San Francisco. Like it's got the aesthetic. It's got that recommended writing. Like yeah, it does. It's about the main character committing suicide, and she's like, well, what's taking so long? Like that's <laughs> that's some dark shit, dude. I love it. I'm so excited. Benedict yeah. Wong is the headmaster. Yeah. And it's the I think the pilot's directed by the Russo brothers. Yeah, I think uh, that's true. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, if not produced. Yeah, for yeah. sure. They're you definitely what? involved. Good yeah. on the Russo brothers for go- still sticking to their roots. The comics? They have a new they have a production company for no, that I, very purpose. Well, not just that, but also being able to like, hey, we love Daily Class. We're going to do a TV show, but we're still going to do the Avengers. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they're not that, oh, we don't, we're not going to do television Oh, anymore. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. 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 And they're uh, not snooty. This one, uh, we might have contention. Titans. Release the trailer. I mean, not so much contention. I just think people are being overly charged on it. Yeah, yeah, that's be- all. So Rob, Robin drops the f bomb and says f Batman yes. as he that kills someone. Okay, as that, he kills that, someone. The, 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 the getting upset about that, I'm like, I, okay, are people getting uh, whatever? Ups- question: Are people because I haven't read up on this? Are people getting upset that he says f Batman, or they're getting Very upset much. that he is a murderer? Uh, both. It's it's kind of like the whole the whole, the whole context aesthetic. of that moment. Okay. Yeah, they're like, this is not the Robin we wanted in this. Do you have a quote or anything from Jeff Johns or anything? No, but but, uh, I'm going to paraphrase this, but Jeff Johns basically said, this is a Robin who is really hurt, who feels like Batman has abandoned him. And he's, he is, he is going the very opposite of what Batman taught him to be. So he is, he's become Jason Todd basically. Yeah. And this is a different universe. And, uh, and until I see the show, I'm not going to fully judge it, but I didn't hate this Mm -hmm. as much as I expected to. I, I I certainly didn't hate it. I, uh, it looks cheap. For uh, sure, it looks very cheap. For sure, but I I've seen cheaper shows that have good that have strength in their actors. And if it has if it has that, if the storylines are, are well, if it's well written and the and the acting is well, is is well done, um, I will uh, I will be on board. But from what we've seen, I I, I don't like how it looks. That's completely. And that's fair. the only thing I can no, I can I can judge, uh, judge it on. It looks cheap as hell for me because this was like a Comic Con trailer and they'd waited to debut all this until then. Um, for me, it's like even just straight up down to like the trailer cutting, like that opening bit where Raven's going to the thing and they have to do all the like quick flashes and the yeah. make it her a different color for a second and then like flash the flying Grayson thing with a horror stinger. And I'm like, 
this is really amateur trailer cutting together work. Like, yeah. like it's not even just like how cheap really we made it is. Cut it's, trailer. Just, it's just a poorly cut trailer to begin with. And then you add in the fact that I'm, I'm not sold on Raven. Yeah. I don't, I'm not in, endeared to the character or the actress at all. Same from thing. this trailer. I'm yeah. just like, this is not working for me. And that seems to be a big focus yeah. of the show. So I'm like, mm, not, not honestly the like the Robin is the thing that interests me most. Cause I'm totally, <clears throat> I'm totally for that. Like I feel abandoned by my father. Like, I like that, that too. Yeah. I don't love Robin murdering. Yeah. That one's going to be like, they should just make him Jason Todd. Then if he's even, gonna do that. even yes, mm-hmm. but even Jason didn't murder when, yeah, until I'm, he w- the, was killed. The, know, the, yeah. the jumping to that, like felt, really unnecessary yeah. and and then like like you said about production quality just like the writing to me isn't isn't speaking strong enough for me yeah not in this trailer anyway and the production quality bothers me because i'm like i know people that could make something and have made this things is, that that is, are basically yeah. looking like this and this feels like if you this is your launch show for a streaming service you need to sell me harder need to be stronger because because yeah. like you said like well it's just streaming service and i'm like yeah but discovery sold me on the look of its show this true. is not selling me like discovery that that shot of raven at the end very bad. cheap like oh, that yeah. looks like i made this on my computer i movie <laughs> to eight years ago yeah yeah the discovery uh was supposed to be the launch show of cbls all access and ended up not being but it's still it was still a debut streaming service yeah the uh, dc universe uh probably might just might not have a lot of money behind it and Seems that could so. just be uh, uh whoever's funding it maybe warner brothers isn't fully funding this one they don't fully believe in the project so they yeah. get a small budget I just I think people are being overly harsh. I will but agree. I'm not. Uh, this is not me defending it at all. No, no, no. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. How dare you defend ben. this? Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't really mind the trailer. I mean, I get why people were so shocked to seeing Dick Grayson <laughs> kill people. I, I was like, like when he stepped on that neck and said, "F Bat," like the F Batman. I really don't care about. But it was him stepping on necks. Um, shooting Dick Gray- people. Dick Grayson's a really good shooting person. people and murdering. Them? Yeah, because yeah. I'm thinking, dude, you don't, you don't do that. What the hell? Um, I mean, I saw some effects for Starfire. I didn't mind them. I'm thinking, okay, th- I saw some effects, but it does look kind of cheap. Raven's right. Raven, she's going through her thing like always. I was really bummed we didn't see Beast Boy. Classic trans- Raven. Yeah. Classic, Classic Raven. Classic Raven. Yeah. I know, right? But I was really bummed that we didn't see Beast Boy transformed. That's so Raven. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Corey is Beast Boy. <laughs> God. Well, we need to move on now. Yes. Yes, we do. So... Yeah, I made a I, segue. I just want to see more. That's all I got. Yeah, I just got to see. It. I just got to see a lot of this in context. Um, I'm gonna be honest, guys. I was kind of into this next one. Fantastic Beast: The Crimes of Grindelwald. You know what? I saw this when I first woke up this morning. I was kind of like, eh. I saw it again when I was on a big little, TV. Well, I was a little more awake, and yeah, I'm kind of digging it. I'm, I was surprised. I'm into half of what I see. Yeah, what Actually, was the other half? Johnny, Depp. I'm I'm into the half that's like. More of the magical creatures, like those freaky cat things. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. More fantastic beasts. And yeah, I'm, I'm into all that part and like the stuff going on with uh, Newt. You know, what I liked? I'm enjoying that, and even some of his play with uh, Dumbledore. You know what I'm not into? M- most of the stuff with Grindelwald, and I'm definitely not into following up that uh, plot with Ezra Miller. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm on that still one. not on board with that at all. Same. I was kind of more on board with Grindelwald in this one. I still think he's he's poorly cast, and I don't like the design of the character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the idea that what Dumbledore sees in the mirror of Erised is, is him. him. Yeah, uh-huh. I think that's kind of cool. I caught that. Um, I just kind of feel like it's two different movies. Like J.K. Rowling wants to tell the story of the first Wizarding War. 
but also wants to tell the story of Newt Scamander. Yeah. Yes, it, that, that has been the whole problem the whole time. And I'm like, I still like that Newt Scamander movie. That's the movie I want right now. I don't want this Wizarding War movie with Newt in it. Yeah. I don't yeah. like, that's the thing. I don't like when Grindelwald's like, will Dumbledore care when you die, Newt, or whatever he says. Will he mourn and for I'm you? Like, yeah, will he mourn for you? And I'm like, man, this got personal between Grindelwald and Newt fast. Yeah, I, I would, I, I would... I I would like a movie with Dumbledore and Grindelwald as the center of the of yeah the, sure of the sure I would also like a movie with Newt yeah I don't want them together I don't want them connected this is what I mean I like, like half we, of what I'm seeing yeah. it's really we need a, a story about Newt in the war or we need a story about Grindelwald and Dumbledore in the war don't squish the two Just together make a, a Hobbs also and Shaw the war doesn't happen for another ten years yeah but that's the second movie or the third movie they're doing yeah. their shit now the fifth so. movie oh no. Oh yeah, the fifth movie might be oh, one of no. whatever. Uh, um, I will say uh, there are a lot more uh, daytime shots, which is my one of my problems with the last movie. Yeah. It's, it's super dark, very dark. It is definitely brighter. Yeah, it does. It does seem to be brightened up. Uh, yeah, a lot of the Warner Brothers films are a little brighter. I really yeah. liked how in the trailer we saw like this cloud dragon thingy. Yeah, there's there's cool beasts and everything, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, all the cool magic stuff. I'm way into. Porting I around don't want everywhere. the Ezra Miller story, man. No, you should. I didn't like it that much to begin with. I really don't want any more of it. Yeah, I'm kind of done with that. Dead, not like, ooh, I'm not really done. I'm a wispy know. black spoke cloud. Hey, I'm the villain from Lost. Is that you, Anti Monitor? Uh, guys, what do you think about uh, Overlord? Yeah. Oh, you mean Wolfenstein? <laughs> that looks great. Yeah, it, it does. I wish it was a Cloverfield movie. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like, what, 10 Cloverfield Lane looked bomb. That was an awesome movie. I didn't mind that it was a Cloverfield movie. Yeah. We got I no footage for the Cloverfield a, Paradox. I wish that this was a Cloverfield movie because, you know, it looks great. And if you then set it in Cloverfield, I'd be like, great. Now we have two good Cloverfield movies, yeah. most likely. But, I mean, uh, this is taking, just like Nazi experiments. Yeah, though. but taking that away, this still, look, this still looks fun. Yeah, Fitz is in this. That's crazy. Yep. Some cool actors in this. I, I'm into this. I want to see it. Some uh, some good body horror. I'm going to disagree. Yeah, good body horror. Yeah. Sparks, I'm going to disagree with you. I am glad it's not an over. It's not Overlord. Yeah, but you're a but. It is not a Cloverfield movie. Yeah, but you were tired of the Cloverfield franchise the moment you watched 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. I just disagree with that. That's a I know. Because I, I, I think the Cloverfield franchise has only had one miss. And it's no, the, and it's the Cloverfield 10 Cloverfield Paradox. Lane is a good movie. I will not, I'm will. i not going to get in this debate with you, but I will say this. 10 Cloverfield Lane is a good movie. It bums me out that Cloverfield cannot decide what the hell kind of a genre film it's going to be. That's fair. I'll but I, think, but, but I, I don't think that's 10 Cloverfield Lane's fault. No, it's not. It's the writer's fault. But now. we Let's don't have off. time for this because no, we we're not. talking about Overlord. Yes, Overlord we are. Overlord looks good. Overlord There's really not a whole lot. Overlord looks awesome. I feel like I can say about Overlord because I don't really know what I watched a lot of the time. I like that it's a period piece. It takes place during World War II. I do like period genre you got um You got um, Nazi experiments, which you can totally run to the hills with that. No I, pun intended. Run for your lives. I'm really interested in what the tone of the movie is going to be like because you got all these like horrifying images and things and it's and it's meanwhile just blasting hell's bells. Dark being comedy. Like, hey, isn't this great? Dark yeah. And you're like, this is not great. <laughs> this is very, very not great. Yeah. Glass. Yeah, I'm into it. Okay, I need to see. So I, so so Ben and I really don't have an opinion other than it looks like we should watch this franchise. I can't yeah. believe this um, trailer exists. We either, um, man. We have either. not seen Unbreakable or Split. Nope. Uh, this trailer looks good though. What do you? But you guys, as, as this two is, people have seen this, this is the type of thing that only time can give us. Because Unbreakable was 18 years ago. Oh my god. Yeah. 
that's and like it's like it's of course he didn't plan this, uh, but like where we're at and seeing all three of those characters together is freaking crazy. It is crazy. Uh, ever since I first saw it, Unbreakable has been my favorite M Night Shyamalan movie, Same. and it has not changed. Same. And seeing a a sequel to it like this is so insane. And the way that it's coming together is so awesome. And I love that uh, we're getting uh, Sam Jackson's character to come center focus for this one. He still looks the exact and, same. Yeah. He looks the exact same, yeah. dude. And that he's coming into center focus uh, for this one, I think, is great. Because like the, the first one has both him and Bruce Willis in it, but it's very much Bruce Willis' story. And then Split is very much James McAvoy's uh, character story. And you ask, is this a movie where uh, Bruce Willis is going to care? It looks like it. Yeah. Thank God. He's got to. He's got to because this is very personal for him. If you've seen Unbreakable, this is yeah. super personal. What do you think the story would have been if Unbreakable had been a hit? It's, there's, no, there's literally no way to tell. I, it yeah. was like 20 years ago. I, like, well, he wouldn't. They, they wouldn't have waited. Like They wouldn't have made Split, yeah. to be honest with you. like M. Night Shyamalan wouldn't have made Split back then. Mm-hmm. This would, I know for a fact that was not the idea in his head when he was originally thinking what he might do next yeah. for Unbreakable. But I like that he found a way to roundabout come around and make a new uh, Unbreakable sequel directly. This is a weird Because Split new, is, yeah. is not truly an Unbreakable sequel. No. Though it is connected. <clears throat> but it's not not truly an, this is a sequel to Unbreakable and a sequel to Split that's happening at the same time and it's awesome. Yeah, and and I mean you you guys like basically got the, the gist. three of them sitting in the chairs in front of Sarah yeah. Paulson. I was like, this is bananas. And Sarah Paulson's in it, and she's great. Like you guys got the gist. Like it's about like the like the all these different people learning that they're superheroes and supervillains in our realistic world. Yeah, and like. Man, I just I I'm I just want to gush about this. It looks so good. I'm so glad M Night got to make this movie. We'll we'll marathon them with you guys sometime. Hell yeah, you guys will be you guys will be significantly more. Amped. It seems I to me that because I heard Split when I heard that it was an M Night Shyamalan film, I kind of groaned because I'm like, oh great, here we go again. Because his last films, let's be honest, were not up up to par. Well, I heard uh, the one right before visit. that, the was visit, a, the visit was a return to form, and it he was, was doing better. Yeah. And that's why I went and saw Split. Because a, so a lot of people, a lot of people were saying that the turn. And his career was The Visit. Okay, because here's the thing. I didn't know The Visit was an M. Night Shyamalan movie. They gotcha. kept that part quiet. They did. And then yeah. Split, they said, no, this is an M. Night Shyamalan film, which is why I started to groan. Because heard... The Visit did so well. Yep. And then I heard that, hey, Split is actually good. And now, of course, we're getting glass. And it looks like M. Night Shyamalan, I messed up his name, sorry, is now kind of back. Yeah. He's gotten over that hump of really shitty films. Avatar, our last Airbender, I'm looking at you. And now he's... That's the one you have seen? Yes. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was making sure... I can't remember if you saw Dragon Ball Evolution or Avatar. It was it was last Airbender that I have wasted my we life We should on. all forget those. All of it. And I'm let you now... Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> and now I'm looking forward to Glass because now I want to watch Unbreakable and I want to watch Split, which Fanny has seen and, he, and she says it's pretty damn good. And the best thing about this trailer is everyone's like, oh, there was that movie I never saw, so everyone's going to go see Unbreakable so and now see how great it is. But yeah. now the best part is I only have to watch two movies. Instead of like then 40? Can, and then I can get into the third one. I'll be like, okay, this is good. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah. I'm so amped. Aquaman. Uh, I think this movie looks great. Uh, can, you, can you tell that they were like, hmm, our world needs to be a little less dark? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you're under the ocean. Man. It's a bright movie. Yeah. It is. And I think the underwater shots, as I really liked how they filmed it, I think the underwater shots look awesome. Dude, they do. like, there's seahorses with armor and sharks with armor and crab people I, and trench people. people. Crab people. And the God. trench looks amazing. I can't believe it. You got, um, oh. This looks like it's combining, like, all, all of, of Jeff Johns' run into one movie. Yeah. Black Manta. 
with the eye beams Ugh. in the trailer. I never so, thought I'd ever see that. Yeah, no. I know that's insane. Um, I remember back right before Batman v Superman came out. Um, I was at Comic Con and they had the like you know the preview of like these are the things that are coming and the all tons of things that never happened. And uh, but they did have Aquaman is getting his own solo movie and they showed concept art and I'm like man if the movie looks like that concept art that movie is gonna be bomb as hell. The movie looks like that concept art. This movie might be bomb as hell. That <laughs> yeah. that like visually, I don't know how good the movie will be, but visually, this movie's gonna gonna be like you know you kind of gotta see it just because visually it's so stunning. It's like next yeah. level. Like there's, there's a never... shot. There's that shot in there where he's like it's a stormy sea and you can see above the sea and below the sea and he's like diving down and all and these all fish the, are and around. The no, you see the trench. Yeah, yeah. To, uh, yeah. Oh, that looks so good. No, I love the underwater effects in this movie. Because when I was, I mean, during Justice League. A lot League, of it's practical. Because during Justice League, I was like, okay. I mean, it doesn't look bad. It looks pretty good. But now seeing the underwater effects in this one and the and the um, Entertainment F- a Weekly first look of how they did those wa- underwater effects just makes me so happy. So, Ryan, where are you showing people on your phone? I lost, my, I lost a bag that had a very, very expensive comic sign, and somebody found it, luckily. <gasps> No way! Sorry, I saw the podcast, but I'm really happy about it. That's Aquaman okay. looks freaking That's awesome, okay. dude. Oh my god! Apparently, uh, James Wan uh, just to get us back on track. Uh, apparently, James Wan showed a lengthy sizzle reel that's not going to be uh, released to the public. Uh, which, you know, that's fine. It's yeah. good. Um, which ended with a hero shot of Jason Momoa in the classic gold, orange, All and green right. costume. Yeah. Uh, that's he. I saw the figure that had the that costume. Looks great. Looks great. Yeah. Looks pretty good. I'm I'm excited. I I I'm hoping Aquaman is good because this trailer looked like what I want an Aquaman movie to look like. Exactly. And I love that uh the the stuff of him and Mira in in like uh the desert the desert. I'm yeah. like this is gonna be like a action adventure movie and yeah. stuff. I'm I'm on board. Yeah. I'm happy. I hope so. I just love how she just jumps out the plane and then the pilot's like <laughs> no parachute. He's like redheads. You gotta love them. He just jumps out. And he does the goofy scream. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, we saw um all the toys, and they had like it was like a hundred toys in like this like uh what's it called like a uh display uh, like a big display, but it's like a different word. Uh, it had an underwater and like an yeah. Abo- but there was like there was like fifty shark action figures and like a bunch of different Aquaman's different poses. I'm like, man, like even the toys look good for this movie. Yeah. Like, I'm so I never thought I'd be so jazzed for an Aquaman movie. I'm I'm really hopeful about yeah. it. I hope mm-hmm. it's good because I do I, I don't want a bad Aquaman movie. Yeah. I no, want I, a great Aquaman. I don't think did you, wants did, a bad I, I think they found a roundabout way to make the Unite the Seven tagline they were trying to do for for Batman vs Superman uh, uh, make sense. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I uh, wonder if people have those posters and they're like, "Oh, you guys got to get rid of those posters." Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Shazam, another yes. great one, dude. This looks good. Oh my god, action so, comedy. It looks like they're kind of going towards semi douchebag bad Billy. Batson. It looks like they found a way to bl- to. It looks like they found a way to kind of tone down Jeff Johns. It's very much yeah. inspired by Jeff Johns' run. Oh yeah, um, you can tell the backup stories in Justice League. But it looks like they found a way to tone down the 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 attitude mm-hmm. and make him more of a. Uh, I think he should be younger though. Yeah, he's, I agree. He's 18 in the trailer. So I didn't know he was 18. I thought he was like 14. In the beginning of the trailer, they say you're 18. You've been bouncing around from foster home, oh, foster home, okay. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't I, like that he's 18. I, you're an I, adult. I think we missed her because I think she said when you're 18 because when you're 18, you're a legal adult and you can do whatever you want. So she says, like, and when he says, like, I, I think, can take care of myself, and she says, when you're 18. I think I think you're right about that. Oh. I think you're right that they actually I, don't say that he is 18 I at could the time. still be wrong. I still stand by with Brandon that he's still too old. Okay. Yeah. Like, even if he's not 18, my problem is that- Should um, be middle school. 
Yeah. yeah. You should be, because my thing is, I, I really like the look of this movie. I'm, I'm so happy about Zachary Levi playing the role and everything. Oh, yeah. He looks great. When he's doing it, I, in this trailer anyway, do not believe that the, that how young he's acting is how young the person, the is. boy is acting. Yeah. Uh, he, it almost seems like he's younger uh, in himself when yeah. he's being him, which he, I could kind of buy in the argument that like if you suddenly got superpowers, it kind of bring out your inner child. Yeah, uh, I can kind of buy that argument a bit with this, but my thing is like they should have started Billy younger because they have they're limiting how far they can go with this now. Yeah, yeah, you know uh, because Billy, the kid's gonna grow up quick. Billy yeah. is. Um uh, Shazam is supposed to be the older form of Billy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? It's like it's like Super Saiyan Four Goku when he when Kid Goku turns Super Saiyan Four, he has to be an adult because the power is so strong. Yeah, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, so that's a, it's the same kind of thing here. Um, by the time you're 18, you already kind of look like how you're going to look like as an adult. Yeah, you're just yeah. going to gain more weight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think they should have started him at middle school age, and then like Tom Holland, like yeah. grow up that kid. Freaking uh, Eddie from It is in it with the gazebos. He's like he's like 12 years old, yeah. right? When it gets yeah. have him be him. I, I mean, not yeah. anymore. I think he is properly 14. Yeah, but I mean, like he, that. That's what I'm saying. I I kind of wish this had started with Billy at 10. Yeah, like yeah. a real young kid, because there's a lot of things you could do with that. Because you don't need him to carry too much weight of yeah. being the superhero. Because Zachary Levi's already yeah. doing that. But yeah. that aside. I love Zachary Levi in this. It still looks like big the action movie, and I'm really yeah, it excited. Still looks I'm so great. excited for that. I just still love, looks so good. I love this the scene at the end of the trailer where he they're in the the um the convenience store. He gets shot at, and he's like, "You have bullet." He's like, "I'm bulletproof." <laughs> You're dead. And he throws the goons out the window, tying Christmas lights. And sorry he's about like, the window. Yeah, sorry about the window. And this girl walks. But you're up, welcome like, that you didn't get robbed. Yeah. <laughs> and he walks out. This girl walks up. He's like, "Hey, what's up? I'm a superhero." <laughs> I, I like when they're walking through the mall, and he's like, "Your phone's charged. Your phone's charged." Yeah. And it breaks, <laughs> what the it hell? <laughs> it breaks the other guy's phone. He's like, "What the hell?" Uh, yeah. The he looks like he's having a lot of fun. Zachary Levi. Yeah. The suit looks great. Yeah, like, I love the suit. That that moment when he is walking forward and he says Shazam and then turns into him. Uh huh. Yeah. That looks awesome. And you can Seamless. you can tell a lot of the special effects aren't done yet. Yeah. Because a lot of it is like camera trickery. Yeah. Which I really like. You don't need a major like effect to change Billy into Shazam. Yeah. I think that's cool. Frame. You know yeah. what I love? I love also when we see when the wizard Shazam says um say say Shazam and he goes like. <laughs> yeah, he starts laughing. Yeah, and he's like, "Say it, uh, Shazam!" And then, boom, becomes Zachary Levi. That's so good. Uh, yeah, um, both uh, both DC movies. I'm I'm happy to be excited for three upcoming DC films. Yeah, yeah. I I oh, one more. I keep I'm, forgetting. I'm real happy about Shazam. Shazam yeah. looks really awesome. I don't know. And I and I already immediately want him to interact with a properly done Superman with Henry Cavill. Yeah, that'd be so great. Yes. That would look yes. so good. That would be so awesome. Uh, but the final trailer we're going to talk about today. Dun, 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 dun. No, Ben. Oh, no, um, that's right. No, actually, he's he's right. But I actually it, forgot. But, <laughs> ben, you have ants. Um, ah. Godzilla in his pants. King of monsters. King of the monsters. You might be right. It might have been King of Monsters. Yeah. Uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Uh, released a trailer, and uh, we got a lot of monster action in this. Oh, world. and this oh is my the God. first trailer. Yeah. Yeah. This that's looks. Awesome. This looks like, and I like we just like people use this looks like actually epic. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you you describe when Rodan uses his wings, it's actually dis- like city destroying. Uh-huh. I was telling Ben on the on the drive to Comic Con uh, today. I was like, you know, this is a weird thing. I'm really excited to see Rodan flap his wings. Yeah, yeah. 
I've never seen that. I mean, that's gonna be cool. Yeah. You see yeah. all like the entire like like section of the city just like crumble under yeah. under the yeah. pressure of the wings. That's so the, cool. The shot of Mothra's wings so up gorgeous. is so good, and I'm like, I feel the size of these monsters. Yeah, seeing Ghidorah's heads. That's the thing that I was really excited about when you know with Gareth Edwards uh, Evans. Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards. Yeah, you're right. Um, uh, Godzilla is that he has a really good sense of scale. Like you got the sense of scale when it came to Godzilla. That, that airport scene. Yeah, it's yeah. Be, it's it's definitely carrying over. Like you feel the weight of these monsters. I really like the direction of this new of this monster verse. Um, and it's consistently like it visually looks the same. Yeah, like a lot of like the same colors. I really, I really just like the idea that these were super species that existed before the dinosaurs when the Earth was still forming. Um, Titans. Mm-hmm. Well, the, in the first Remember, movie, they call it... You're saying kaiju weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's kaiju. They're super species kaiju and titans. Yeah. Um, I, I Basically, these like giant creatures that existed many, many thousands, millions, billions of years ago. Billions and billions. Um, that are basically reclaiming the earth. From us. Um, and I think that's awesome. Yeah. I really like that direction. I think it's a really unique direction, but also inherently Godzilla. Yeah, yeah it looks so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, King, we get shots of King Ghidorah. We get shots of Rodan. We get shots of Mothra. We see Ghidorah's lightning. We see yeah. Ghidorah's lightning. Uh-huh. The thing I wanted, because Rodan bursts out of a volcano, he has like crackling skin under his wings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's so radical. So what do you guys think uh, Faminga is doing? Oh, because uh, sh- Millie Bobby Mecha Brown's Godzilla. character is getting pretty upset with her. Mecha Godzilla. Like she's responsible for some seriously bad stuff. Yeah, I know. Um, she calls her a monster. Yeah, Yeah. she doesn't work for Monarch, right? Uh, she Monarch. We don't. We don't know what Monarch is. We did have that. We did. did, We're not talking about it, but we there was also that tease that wasn't part of this trailer that Comic Con put that was put out for Comic Con before the trailer was released. Oh, you're right. Millie Bobby Brown was sitting uh, in front of a radio thing, and she was calling out to Monarch, and all she heard was a bunch of people dying. That's true. Yeah, that was that was. Freaky, yeah, yeah. And then they. I, I that like audio. how they had like this classic music to the background of the trailer, and then at the end when Godzilla does the roar, it's that it's that intense hum from the original teaser trailer when they when they premiere Godzilla. That kind of like unnerving sound where it's like, remember, they're still monsters. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Did you love uh, how Charles Dance said, "Long live the king." Uh, ben, I loved everything in this trailer. Yeah, <laughs> this trailer was so good. This is the best trailer. The so I can't good. think of a single negative of this trailer at all. Uh, we got the monsters. We got all the moving. We got, got the first time we see Godzilla. He's his his uh, spines are blue, and he gives out this beautiful looking atomic breath. So uh, Millie Bobby Brown's new, Thomas Middlevich is new, Kyle Chandler's new, and Vera Farmiga's new. They're all great actors. Yeah, yeah. Ken so, Watanabe like, is returning. Yes, Watanabe is returning. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, that's fantastic. Uh, so Michael Doherty. Uh, reveal that there's more than four monsters in this movie. Dude. Duking it out in, the, in this film. Uh, we don't know who Jet else. Jaguar. Probably not. <laughs> um, we don't know who else. Uh, as for Kong, Darty said that there would be references that are more like breadcrumbs leading up to Godzilla fighting Kong. My, so Okay, so my thing is, now having finally seen this trailer, here's my thing. How is Godzilla versus Kong more anticipatory than this? It's because they're going to team up and fight a bigger monster. I mean, yeah, but like... I know what you mean. How do you top... The, who's that monster sure going to be like... Destroyer, see, maybe. Uh, those this people huge. Like, people like legit, have those meetings. Legit. For that, this, yeah. that monster has to be Space Godzilla, or I don't know what else you could do what to possibly de- ramp up Biolante, above. What about, de- what about Destroyer? Destroyer. Yeah. It depends on how you feel about I Destroyer. I actually think Biolante mm-hmm. is a good choice. Yeah. 
No, I think Violante is a pretty good one with too. With the environmental stuff, they can make him like a literally a world size monster. True. Although it's it's a little complicated because in this version, Godzilla is kind of an emissary of the Earth and a protector of it. So Maybe why like would Violante, space... as an emissary of nature, be anti-Godzilla? Mm. They can rewrite it somehow. It's a monster. They'll figure it out. But or, you get what I mean. No, or, of course. I'm still yeah. done with Space Godzilla. I think. Hedera, on the other hand. Mm, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. They had they had an interesting um, the pollution monster. <laughs> They had an interesting thing that on the on the Monarch Twitter page, it looked like something something fell from the sky. Oh, Cloverfield, possibly Ghidorah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like Megatron. Okay, so if Ghidorah, if Ghidorah either hinted at or left to to leave open the idea of monsters from space, and then that's what happens in Kong versus Godzilla, and you got Gigan. I don't think Gigan's like a ma- a bigger threat than Ghidorah, though. No, but I mean, I mean a like cool chain chain people. Uh, but, but I'm talking plate. like like something that fans would anticipate seeing so much yeah. because Kong versus Godzilla is neat, yeah. but it gets me in nowhere near as hyped as Mothra, Rodan and Ghidorah yeah. fighting Godzilla yeah. or whatever no, I agree. in this movie has me hyped. So like what else could you possibly bring in? And like space Godzilla is a big monster, but, mm-hmm. uh, Gigan, because that's a fan favorite. I'm trying to think like who's a favorite monster you can bring in to possibly top the hype and destroy is pretty this. cool. I like Orga. I think Orga's pretty dope. You're a weird dude, man. I think Orga's cool. It's a cool shoulder cannon. I played the Godzilla Destroy All. No, I get you. Yeah. I get you. Because that's the game. only reason you would even know his name. Exactly. Is if you play oh, the video game. Oh, I'm the nerd now. <laughs> no, I know, but <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. Like, yeah. Besides Space Godzilla, the only Godzilla, the only Godzilla, the only monster I could see that could top a fight between Kong and Godzilla is Destroy. Only because of that movie where Godzilla, the original Godzilla, died fighting. Yeah, he's Destroyer. like he's like Godzilla's doomsday. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's a good. That's as a good point. silly as that sounds. However, I still think Space Godzilla would be awesome. But at the same point, I'm not ki- giving a shit about King King Wild Ben. You bloody bastard! You Talk it. straight. Kong versus Godzilla. I don't care about that. I want to see King of the Monsters yeah, first because that away. is so right, freaking cool. Uh, here's my thing, though. This film looks post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Washington is like destroyed. Yeah, it's done. So I mean, it's been the, the the director's been saying it's been five years since Kong uh, first made uh, Godzilla first made land, and uh, he hasn't been seen since. So there's still kind of like this sense of like he can appear at any minute. So there's like this un unease in the world of people like. Where is he? Do you think Vera Famiga is like maybe the reason Godzilla comes back because she's like an evil, evil lady? Well, she's looking for Titans. She's looking for the other super species. Oh, and Godzilla's like, oh, you should leave them alone. Maybe I think probably. Some, I think like did, Samuto's. He's yeah. attracted to them. Yeah. Did Did you all read the thing that she said in an interview? No, that she spoke out a turn about, and people are like, maybe she wasn't supposed to if say it, that. Is it, a, is it a spoiler? So there's something she said that um, her character has uh, this belief and access to some kind of subsonic technology. That would, in theory, allow her to control the Titans. Mm. This is Godzilla Half Century some, War. Some people, some people think that what she's working on is going to be a replacement for communication with specific monsters, which will be a replacement for the twins. For, for Mothra. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's I a here's that, here's that a, work. Here's what I hear. Hey, Angus. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Angus. <laughs> Dude, I could, I, if we can't get silly twins in there, because for me, Mothra, like the twins are uh, part of the package yeah. for me. So, yeah. like, but you'd ha- but you have to introduce uh, magic. They, they've really grounded these creatures, yeah. uh, in the sense of making them actually feel like they could live on this planet. But if you make it scientific, that can work for me. Yeah, but bringing in the twins, you'd have to bring in magic, and that'd yeah. be difficult. That'd be I, a difficult I just, play. I still want the twins. You just don't make them tiny people. Yeah. 
Yeah. You still have twigs. I don't think there's anything weird about having like, as long as they're not like tiny fairy characters. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you just had two twins who are like, oh yeah, no, we can psychically communicate with that one and then be like, I mean, why not? There are giant monsters. Who are you? Who are you to argue with this? <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure someone's that's, that's psychic an, abilities are real. It's like, no, no, no. It's, no, it's, it, it, it's going to happen like this. It's like you can communicate with that thing. That thing exists. I mean, yeah, because <laughs> my thing is hard. And, to and I wonder. And I wonder about Millie Bobby Brown's connection because Millie Bobby Brown seems to have an interesting connection with Godzilla in this trailer yeah. and Mothra. She's the she. Do we see Mothra? Yeah, we face. see her yeah. reaching up to to the larval form of Mothra. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she. What if what if Vera Farmiga and her daughter are the twins? Mm, maybe. Mm. Oh, spicy news! Or she made her daughter the conduit to communicate or with that. them. Genetic or experiments. Are they, par- they parent trap it? To why would Lindsay Lohan show up? <laughs> no, he's saying he's saying that there's two Millie Bobby Browns. No, yeah, yeah. That'd and be they're the just twins. Uh, and they're just deciding to edit out the second Millie Bobby Who knows? Brown. Who knows, man. All right, Godzilla dope though. That's Looks definitely the, the. This is the one that, that trailer of the con. Yeah, see, that's the one I'm going to be thinking about for a long time because I'm like, that's the movie I want to watch. Who now. knows? I might it's, watch. It's I'm, too far away. That shot of Mothra's wings, I can't get over. It's so gorgeous. I was Beautiful. so pretty. Just Beautiful. Godzilla in the Just fog so with Ghidorah's heads about yeah. to wrap around it. What a good choice of classical music. It works so well. Yes. And that's that. Thank you to everyone for listening to both parts of our recap episode of San Diego Comic Con. It was a big one. Uh, we still don't really know what we're doing when it comes to this thing, but hey, we try and we hope you love it for us. As uh, we mentioned before on the last episode, we are now a Funko affiliate, so please uh, go to the episode link in the description and uh, buy a Funko Bob using the promo code SHOP10 for 10% off your purchase. We'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, next week, we don't really know what we're going to do for the show, but uh, stay tuned as I'm sure we'll figure it out. Uh, probably a book club for sure. Uh, thank you to everyone who listens. Thank you to Jeremy Vellucci, who does our theme music and segment intros. Uh, you can find him on Instagram at JV Jabberwock. You can find his show, Suburban Proctologist, on iTunes for sure. Rate and review that one if you can. Facebook.com slash Suburban Proctologist Official. Instagram at Separate Podcast. Mike Matola for our logo. Always a pleasure working with you, sir. Uh, you can find him on at Mike Matola on Instagram. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. All have fake nerd podcasts for us. Fake nerd guys at gmail.com. If you'd like to get in touch with us personally, I'm at BT McClure. Uh, Ryan. DJ Tony Snark at everything. Ben. Ben Magnet27 on Instagram and Twitter. Sparks. Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter. S P A R K Z Witty. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Until next week, guys, stay fake nerds. <laughs>